everybody's wanting is different. There's a core reason beneath why we want anything we want. And it would really surprise you when you start to deduce it down that it really has very little to do with the actual physical item. Welcome to The Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. As a leading manifestation advisor with a process that's, well, radically different from the old New Age model, mine is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. I created this podcast to help you expand your subconscious limiting beliefs about the potential of deserving the manifestations you are calling in. Therefore, you're tuning into this podcast series to show your subconscious that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of manifesting it. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us our review, comment, and share it with your fellow manifester that's struggling or could really benefit from the information that you're about to learn. Welcome back this week. This week's been a pretty exciting one. It's been exhausting, but exciting and exciting because I've been in the studio re-recording every single deep imagining from every single workshop that we have. And I've actually added in new prompts. I've changed up a few things and I'm creating some new deep imaginings for the daily reprogramming exercise. I think it's really cool, really exciting stuff that I actually want because I listen to these as well and do the work with you. So things that feel outdated to me, I'm like, let's change this and new practices I've learned and it'll have excellent audio quality. So for anybody, (laughs) thank you for actually everybody who has stuck with us through finding this process and growing so quickly and maturing into this phase. It'll be a lot nicer very soon. I'm also really excited because I'm heading up to the forest house this weekend with my closest girlfriends and they're bringing all of their kids and we are going to enjoy up there every year. There's a county fair, which is like the thing. Anybody who's from that area knows what I'm talking about. It's kind of like a high school reunion. I personally had not been back since high school until last year because my girlfriend happened to be there that weekend and we took her son. And so we're going to go and do all the things. The river is really perfect this time of year, all the way until October, because we had such a late snow melt last year. So we're going to do the river and picnic. We're going to ride our bikes to go pick some wild blackberries that are on some of the hikes. And they're going to play. And we're just going to enjoy. Like, I've been exhausted. (laughs) So it'll probably be the kids doing art on the deck and us doing kundalini inside and sound baths and some beautiful baths under the stars. Yeah, so it should be really cool. And we put out some promotions this last week for September only to our really, our closest audience. So you can have that link below. I'm not going to broadcast it here, but it's quite a deal for September. We'll link it below. And 
Oh, I think I mentioned this last week, but I do like to give this hot tip for anybody who is considering going to Yosemite this time of year. So September and October, in my opinion, are the best times to go because everybody's back in school and the park is really, really not crowded whatsoever. And then you also still have the swimming holes, but then the nights get chilly. So you get to throw on the fire, but you still have the warm days to swim. So if you're considering going up, check out that link below. And then what else is going on? I feel like I'm turning into a full Topanga person. I'm like living in number six clogs and Lauren Manugian sweaters because we get that great, beautiful, um, what is it called? Marine layer at night, which has been such a gift. I think every single day, Max and I, we hike the Tuna Canyon bluffs where you see the water And every single day I turn to him and I'm like, thank you so much for this move with me, for agreeing to do this. Thank you. I love it. My soul loves it. And on that note, I'm up to something actually really interesting. I don't know how many details I should share, but it's fascinating to me. I ended up having lunch with my dear friend Unique last week. I'll link her below, Unique Hammond. And she came down with the most extreme bout of Crohn's I've ever heard of. My mom suffers from Crohn's. And to the point where she was getting two hours of sleep a night, she was 90 pounds. Even if her husband touched her, her inflammation was so bad, it felt like she was bruising. She would have to lie over a pillow just to get some sort of relief, couldn't keep anything down. And she tried all the things. She did Ayurveda, the Chinese medicine route, and she grew up. I think we might have her on the podcast to explain this further. I'm going to see how this little detox does with me that I'm doing. But long story short, she was literally withering away. And a friend handed her this book by a woman named, let me see if I can pull this up while we're chatting, because I'm literally watching this woman's seminar right now. Her name is Karen. Um, I'll have to pull up. It's Karen Hurd. So a friend of hers handed her this book of Karen Hurd's and she read the first few chapters and she said, this is so out there, it might just work. And it consisted of this detox now. Unique had this moment where she was in such pain and she was so lonely. And she said, and at the time she was, you know, in a really, really successful career And she said, if I ever survive this and heal this, I'm going to go on and help other people so they never have to feel lonely again. And she healed her entire body. I mean, this woman, (laughs) when you see her, she's like 10 times better than I off than I am. And, you know, her hormones are perfect. Her energy levels are perfect. She's completely and totally in remission. And so now that is what she does. And so we were having lunch and we got into this conversation and just out of my genuine curiosity, I was like, well, what, what did this protocol consist of? And she was going into detail. And then she started to talk about the second phase, which is detoxifying your liver and how to actually do it from a scientific perspective that makes the world of sense just through food rather than the the route we're used to of like the green juices and the things and the blah, blah, blah. And it, and it made perfect sense when I researched it, but it's basically fat soluble fiber because the liver releases bile. I think it's every 20 to 40 minutes and 
you need fat soluble fiber away from any fat to bind with that bile and then sweep it out of your body so that you're continually detoxifying the liver. And then you move into the different phases of healing. And so I was like, oh my gosh, because I went to see this healer and there's this whole liver thing and blah, blah, blah. But so I'm doing that now. And it's been really, really fascinating. I'm just in the first few days, but I'm, I'm actually really excited about this. So I think we might have to get her on here to chat about it a little bit more. She makes a lot more scientific sense than I do. And of course, if anybody's looking at that resource or looking for the resource of Karen Hurd, you can find out more information on her site. I'm currently watching right now her seminar that's on infertility hormones, PMS, endometriosis and all of that. And so far it's making absolutely perfect sense. So there's that little hot tip if you guys are curious. Also, I have to say a big thank you. Each of you, when you feel compelled, tend to send through Based on things I'm saying in this podcast intro, your insight or things you've learned. Um, And so I just want to say thank you for sending those over, even though I can't get back to all of them. I'm so grateful and and I read most of them and and just thanks a ton. So we're going to get into today's episode, which is actually one that I got the ping I was communicated that I needed to share on our podcast. So it's actually the episode from last December of me on Luke Story's podcast, where we cover solely money. And I talk about all the energetics around money and we go into his blocks so that you can actually see them outlined with money. And I just got that ping so strong, so strong. So if you have heard this episode, I was told that you will receive deeper benefits than you did the first time. And if you haven't heard this, which many of you haven't, you need to. So this is exactly what you need to be hearing at this moment in time. And if you haven't heard, I have been on his podcast. It was the very first podcast I had ever been on. And you can find that. We'll link it below the very first episode. He was also on ours. He's the biggest you know, biohacker that I know of, and he's incredibly insightful. So this episode is with Luke's story. He's become one of my great friends. I really, really, I just really admire him and respect him. And I'm excited for all of you to learn from this. Here goes. Thank you for having me again. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really stoked to get into this because I, I know you've too. been wanting to talk about this one for it's a while. It's funny how sometimes shows appear when it's a topic that I'm particularly interested in. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of guests kind of come to the radar over the last year or so uh, about relationships and mm-hmm. intimacy and such things because I've really been taking a look at those things with myself and hopefully growing a lot in that area. And now I'm feeling much more complete there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on the right track for sure. It sounds like it to me. Yes. Thank you. And yeah, I'm <laughs> looking, oh my God, are you getting red? This yeah, I am, I am. Just <laughs> God damn it. Now I'm going to turn the cameras off. Oh. Don't watch this on YouTube podcast yeah. listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, so life's going well there. Mm. And, um, now I'm really looking at like, God damn it. I want to buy a house. Yeah. You know, I, there's things. I want. I want to get out of this city and live somewhere where there's more trees. And um, although I have been successful by my standards Mm -hmm. in terms of like where I came from and the odds of me making anything of myself, let alone probably staying above ground. Same. We're pretty Mm -hmm. low. So I'm winning there. But I'm just experiencing lately this feeling like, 
why don't I just have tons of cash, yeah. you know, to do it? Why am I even like on Zillow going, oh, I like that house, but I can't afford it. Like, yeah. no, I'm done. I just can't yeah, yeah. think and believe that way. So we're going to dive into some of this stuff. Great. Uh, because I know this is an, you know, an area, you're one of your areas of expertise. Totally. And you have programs about it and all kinds of stuff. So yep. we're going to, we're going to get down today and it's the, it's your second appearance here, but it's my first show really where. I've focused on money Mm -hmm. and I really want to get into all of the the sort of shameful ideas that many of us hold around, mm-hmm. even even when I say like, yeah, I want to be rich, I feel like... Oh, step one, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm totally. like, oh my God, I'm a dick. I'm vapid and materialistic. <laughs> That's what my mind says. Completely. Like there's something wrong with wanting to just, you know, be comfortable. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to get down. But first and foremost, what's new and exciting in your life right now? What has got you super lit up? I feel like everything. It's so crazy. So as a company, we just bought a retreat house up in Mariposa, which is right outside of Yosemite. It's my hometown. And so we basically have, there's a model that we're going to probably have three within this year. So this one, and we're looking in Scotland for the next one, because I really fell in love with Scotland. So oddly, like my whole body had been sirened there for six months. And then I was like, my fiance was like, where are we going over the New Year's? And I was like, Scotland. He's like, who the fuck goes to Scotland? And like in the winter, why would we do that? I would tend to agree with that. Having been there in a few fall. Yes. So I went and I had the most visceral, like soul reaction to it. I didn't want to leave. I've never felt so connected to a place. And so I'm going to look there early in the year for the next one. We're about to do a really exciting relaunch and rebrand in the new year. So everybody stay tuned for that. It's a surprise and it'll be really fun, very accessible. What else is going on? I mean, that was really fucking cool that I... As a woman started and founded company out of thin air, that's now a woman run company. I just bought my first house all by myself. Dope. Uh, not married. Totally. Com- I really believe in segregation and finances when you're working on money. And we'll get into that soon. So, yeah, it just feels really exciting. Like I have a team now. I think we're a team of six expanding rapidly at this point and it's just that's really so crazy really so you've cool. grown a lot since the what it was a year ago or so yeah. we did our first interview right absolutely wow that's so cool well the great thing about that is that you get to have that experience but it also serves your brand because you're going yeah. like you're you're uh, what do they call that walking the talk walking the talk you know what i'm saying percent. like you're yeah. not living in a homeless shelter going like I'll teach you yeah. how to manifest money you know? I always think of the dad and little miss sunshine that oh, there's yeah, so yeah. many people that are like I have a system you know or whatever yeah. and it's like no I, I really I do the exact same work every day that I teach people that they're doing I'm doing it along with them I always like to say that I'm always going to be someone in pursuit it's never a complete picture you know and I'm still slaying all of my demons as well because this work is all subconscious based it's all based in neuroscience and then it's it's just my freakish channeling energetic gifts that understand energy well. So like if this happens, this will follow. I just have that weird gift to channel. So I'm right there alongside everybody. And it's a really fun journey. And also getting to watch my community and the people that I use because I don't take clients anymore. It's just too big. And it was too exhausting on my nervous system. So to watch the clients that I did work with that have totally excelled. And it's just a really fun journey. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to watch. It's interesting with, you know, teaching something that you also practice because I think for lack of a better term, I'm a teacher of sorts, although I have my 
my toe in the water in a lot of different areas. I don't know that I've nailed any of them 100%. But one thing that I get caught on sometimes is like, because so much of the content that I put out is about health. Yeah. And when I have physical problems, like just today, I've made this great, like the most amazing, powerful superfood smoothie ever. And it like gave me indigestion. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why do I have heartburn? This is so annoying. I just yeah. ate like the healthiest thing ever. I'm the healthiest person ever. And so it's like that perfectionism of going, oh man, I, I have to be like perfect in this area because I'm telling so many other people. Totally. You know, the right way to do things. And I all think that so stuff. many people get tripped up on that. And like, I just want to tell people who are listening, the world needs you right now. Just like it needs you. It needs me. It needs everybody listening to really show up. And whatever your gift is, the world needs it to come out and to help serve, especially in this like division. And you can feel the social political climate. I mean, every the tension so strong. It's like we all kind of need to start owning that we have gifts and we need to honor it and show up. And everybody's human. So everybody's a work in progress. I don't believe in the whole guru mentality. It's just not my thing whatsoever. I think the real power is within ourselves. Each one of us, we are all born teachers. We all have gifts. So I think really letting that veil down, you know, and really getting into the vulnerability of who we are, the authenticity of who we are, our vulnerability of shadow and our shortcomings. So I'm so glad that you're admitting that because... I'll oh, yeah. fucking tell you now, any guru I've ever met doesn't have it all figured out. <laughs> well, it's funny, my my buddy Elliot, uh, who's over here and has been, he's almost like co-producer of the show. No one knows Elliot, but he has an amazing clothing line called Stoned Immaculate. You can find them on Instagram. He's cool. an amazing designer, for, old friend of mine from the fashion industry. But we were talking last night and we're in a three-way call with another buddy of ours and, and our other buddy, David. It's like, man, you know, Luke, and I, you know, I guess I kind of quasi-mentor him. He's a bit younger than I, and so I know a couple things he might not know yet. But he's like, man, I've been, like, slipping into old patterns and, you know, people-pleasing a little, and I'm, yeah. I'm, like, afraid of people and stuff, and it's kind of freaking me out. And I was like, dude, just for good measure, every couple months, I just... I'll roll down the fruit and just be like, fuck you yeah. and just flip someone off. You know, I don't want to get yeah. too perfect, you know, no. too spiritual. And then I repent, you know, and I bless them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. all the things. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, I used to live like that every day. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was, I was just a complete. Like toxic cycle. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I just hated myself. I hated the world. I was just crazy, negative, angry, fearful, just a train wreck of a man. A little boy, actually, in a man's body for a long time. But even those of us that are working on things, and yeah, I've been meditating for 20-something years. Totally, yeah. And it's like, there are still those times where it's like, nope, fingers, just it just goes up. And yeah. it's just, it's like that little crank. And it's just so fast. You know what and I like to say? It just is what it is. It's so important, though. And this will pivot into manifestation a little bit because it's really important. I might have even said this on the last show, but like you can see the channel is all the messages are coming through that I have to say. But like the really big thing I like to tell people, especially with the whole old paradigm of manifestation, the whole think positive, visualize, you know, and it's even when you text me or I text you and you were like, I'm going down the rabbit hole of this. I was like, don't. (laughs) I'm like, we'll get you figured out. But It is so important to embrace our negative thoughts, embrace those triggers that are popping up for us because they truly are, I believe, again, for anybody who's just tuning in for the first time and didn't hear me on the last episode, uh, my paradigm of manifestation is very different. I consider it like the new paradigm and it actually works. And the reason being is I don't believe that we manifest from our thoughts. I believe we manifest from our subconscious beliefs that were imprinted from zero to like 25, if I'm being generous. It's all the modeling that we were programmed through all of the, you know, 
parental, media, societal, cultural, uh, whatever, you name it, that we witnessed. Um, so we're constantly projecting from the subconscious, right, that imprintation. We don't, thinking positive is actually like one of the most uh, detrimental things to focus on in, I think, spiritual development in general and manifestation. You will get there. People will get there. But I think being able to really accept fully those triggers that pop up are one of the biggest gifts because it's exactly what shows us where we're blocked somewhere, right? Because that's always our shit where we're flipping somebody off. It's really never anybody else's real shit. And we are attracting experiences that are literally just here to mirror us and be like, yo, you have, because I believe, I think I talked about this the last time that the universe's only intention for us is to get back into our most whole worthy selves. And what that really is, is our true authenticity. We were born as at birth, we were born completely conscious just one pure love, like no capacity to understand that there's anything such as division or classism or anything like that. We were just one, right? So I believe that we build up this whole onion shell of pain, shame, trauma, blocks um, that we lead with. It's the ego shell. So I believe the universe's only intention is to get us back into that oneness, that wholeness and authenticity. So it's guiding us, right? The universe never punishes us. So when we have those moments of like flipping someone off, that's just a mirror coming at us to be like, hey, listen, there's th- there are things that want to come through. You need to use that as your roadmap to get down into your subconscious unlock it because wherever we're manifesting in our lives means that we grew up feeling high self-worth on a subconscious level in that area. So we were reinforced that we're good enough there. We're worthy enough. We're capable of it. We saw to believe that such was possible where we aren't manifesting on a subconscious level where we manifest everything is because it was reinforced pain, shame, not good enough, unworthy. So that flip off moment Everybody here who's like trying to become a spiritual perfectionist, take a deep breath because that flip off moment's really the the thing that's going to help you unblock what's stopping you from manifesting the thing you want. So really starting to be able to, and I know you were using yours just as an analogy to be like, I don't want to become perfect. But I think for the person who's not as far on the path or as developed, it's so important for them to know those are your golden moments, like the shitty feelings, the triggers coming up, that. That's what's going to help you the quickest unlock to start to connect with what you want. That's awesome. Yeah. Some years ago when I was in that phase where I was really, really angry all the time and hated people just for being alive, I used to have a lot of, you know, you're in LA, right? And I used to have a lot of road rage. And this was, (laughs) Elliot reminded me last night, I used to like throw bolts and coins yeah, and stuff coins out of my car shit. at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually I graduated up to like bottle rockets wow. and firecrackers where I'd like shoot a, a bottle rocket at someone next to me. And wow. I was like a real like yeah. double fisted <laughs> F you. <laughs> Try that on you. You, you know, yeah. you honk at someone yeah. and then you're like, God damn, you just shot a bottle <laughs> rocket at me. Who is this psycho? Totally. Um, but one of the things that used to really get me going really pissed is if, uh, cause I had, you know, I had no money. Yeah. Uh, I had like a 95 Nissan Maxima. That was like, that was the last car I had before I was a stylist and I had enough money for a nicer car. No offense if you're driving a Nissan Maxima, Mm -hmm. 
but it was not 1995 when I got it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Quite <laughs> totally. a few years later. Yeah. The burgundy, but I had a system in the trunk. You know what I mean? I was, nice. I was making it as dope as I could. But anyway, what used to really piss me off is if some dude around my car. age yeah, in yeah, like yeah. a Mercedes or a BMW came yeah. up on me and tried to like beat me and get ahead of me. Oh my God, that used to piss me off so bad. And of course, I didn't have the self-awareness at the time, but yeah. like, you know, it was triggering my less than yeah. you know feelings of i'm not worth it and so yeah. i hate that person because they've figured out something that i haven't but the driving thing you know it's funny you say like bringing the shadow to light the driving thing is really when i started having my spiritual awakening because wow. i was i'd be driving around listening to eckhart Tolle, power of now on, yeah. on cd or wayne dyer yeah. you know all this and uh stuart wilde he was another one of my favorites little known british teacher but i'd be listening to this stuff and they'd be talking about your thoughts and talking about your ego and all that and then i would see what they were talking about yeah, you could physically in real yeah, time, you know? auto, you're yeah to the audio like, and when you when you find the angle yeah. come up to and i was like oh my god that's happening to me right yeah. now and uh <laughs> That was, that was those are the beginning the beginning stages of really starting to see that and and then that's the first place that I started to see those things fall away and next thing you know I'm I'm driving around like a freaking old lady like yeah. I'm just super love vibes on the yeah. Dalai Lama of the 405 <laughs> you're it, like the only Dalai Lama of right, the 405 right but it was that it, it it was having the awareness of it it's yep. almost like when I become aware of something like that then it dissipates it's sort of it's like this phantom and poof, you sort of blow poke a hole in it and it deflates Completely. you know just from having the awareness but like you said and what i want to get into is these things and i just did a bunch of your work i know i can't afternoon. wait to hear yeah. what happened yeah, yeah just because you've only tried the first day i want to see what's coming yeah up. i went i went pretty deep it was great but when things are subconscious and you don't mm -hmm. have a system or a framework by which to bring them to light then you're just operating from those it's a loop you're just on cycle, autopilot, cycle. right? And yeah. so you don't have that thing like, oh God, I just screamed at someone. That's not cool. Let me look at why that's happening. But totally. if I'm like, I don't, for me, I'll do shit. Like I don't return someone's email because it's a really scary opportunity because it's going to make me show up and like have to be the biggest me. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just deal with that later and yeah. I'll brush it to the side when that's the thing I've really been wanting. Totally. You know, that's, yeah. that's the subconscious stuff. It's like, yeah. why would I not make that my priority today? Instead, I'm like, I better water my plants. Yeah. You know, and like, because I have control over that. Yeah, it's like I really That's should safe. dust a little bit. You yeah, know, and yeah, I'll just yeah. I'll do productive kind of busy work in and in, in lieu of the big thing. Yeah. That's like I could face rejection or totally. you know or face success, which totally. is maybe the most terrifying thing. Before we get into that, though, I get excited. Well, when two I talk things to I want to unpack with. Yeah, because yeah, I think go it's ahead. a great teaching point for anybody who's listening. When you say like I would see the person go by, you know, in the nicer car, and you know, finally starting to find the awareness, or at the time you didn't have it. What I do like to tell people because I think this is so liberating. So in my model of manifestation, I learned that visualization isn't like the biggest key to creating space for what we want to come through. Because I fucking did it till I was blue in the face, and it was not bringing what I want. I would be like a waitress at the Laugh Factory on Sunset you know, visualizing my Malibu <laughs> with my sauna and pool and it wasn't coming. Um, but I, what I did start to realize when I started to unpack this formula, when I threw all of the old spiritual bypass manifestation rhetoric out of the way, 
I started to realize that the way that we actually manifest greater than where we are now, where we create the space on the subconscious level is called expanders. That's what I call them. So what that means is, right, the retina is our first processor of our subconscious. So when we go, we see to believe through someone we identify with who has what we want or they're successful in what we want or they embody what we want, um, they actually are opening and creating space for us in our subconscious for what we want to come through. So what I want to tell anybody who might be listening who is like, oh, I get so triggered by envy and I don't even know what's happening or some, especially in social media age where it's like, oh, they have everything or I'm not good enough. And people will come to me and they're like, I can't really find expanders. If you're fucking envious of anybody in your life, there's your one expander, like in this moment, because what's really happening there is what you're seeing. It's just very simple subconscious and psychology and shadow work. Truthfully, what you're witnessing is somebody when you're envious, they're the person, the only reason why we're envious because they have something that we want we recognize so if we can start to reframe that and actually use that energy that because that's another form of like very activated energy using that to be like what is it about them that I want how can I incorporate it in my life right now and start to switch that around because they are the person we are witnessing that we can possibly have what they have so I just want to tell that for anybody listening and give that licensing is super important I think and then well, let's get into what you're going to say because I think it'll pivot. Okay, it into... will. But first off, curveball. What's one thing yeah. that when you're being interviewed that you wish people would ask you that they never ask you? Oof, what do I wish people would ask me? I don't know what the answer with that because I'm not really focused on me. It's kind of like when I used to act back in the day when I'm doing an interview. I'm so presently in the moment, even though because I did the Meisner technique. So it's all about your partner, you know, like what's your partner moment to moment to moment so that you're out of your mind. And so I never really think about that. And even after an interview's over and stuff, I'm always like, I think exactly what was supposed to be said is said. So I don't even know what my answer would be to that. Well, that's a good answer. Oh, I wish I had more. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's that's a good answer. It's called um, not having expectations or no. attachments and just going with the flow. When I show up, all I care about is I hope that I'm serving in the highest uh, possible way, reaching the most amount of people to show them that they're, they can empower themselves to have anything they want. Love that. That's my only intention. Okay, so before we get into the real secret sauce here and the magic, and this is probably another one of those blocks, and maybe we we can unpack that, is in a certain spiritual paradigm, and this is true of many teachings, is that it's considered... I don't want to say negative, but like a lower energy state to be in craving and wanting, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want money, I want this house and I'm visualizing it. And I'm, when I get that, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. The whole thing that leads into I'll be happy when, like right now I got a dope apartment. Totally. I love my apartment. Everyone comes in here they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I sit in here and I'm like, this is cool. I'm grateful for it. But then I'm on Zillow going like, ah, that house, that house. Yeah. If I had that house, I would have my ice bath, my hot tub, you know, totally. have the whole thing wrapped down. I'm like, I would be even more happy because of that house. And mm-hmm. then I, you know, I find myself in this conundrum of dissatisfaction yeah. rather than just, you know, you know where I'm going with this. Totally know like where the, you're going. The balance between like being grateful for where you are and just kind of resting within that and being cool and knowing that your true contentment really comes from inside and the connection you have with people and love and all those non-material satisfactions. And then so many of us get caught up in that, like desire and wanting and craving and 
then the materialism that comes out of that, if what you think is going to save you is a Porsche or a Chanel bag or whatever. Totally, totally. How do we not get trapped in, I'm not enough because I don't have enough. And if I get more, I'll be happy and never being satisfied with what you have and always chasing chasing the next million and all that phenomenon. Even people that are successful, you know, like for me, and I don't want to limit myself and I'll just close with this. Right now in my life, I think if I had a net income of like 100 grand a month, I'd be pretty chill. Like I feel that would be satisfactory to do what I want to do and, you know, be able to travel a little bit and have a nice house. Like I'm cool. Totally. But most people that achieve those degrees of success, they're like, ah, if I'm making, you know, a million, whatever a year, I need to get up to two to five to 10. And there's this never ending chase uh, cat and mouse thing going on with material success. So there's a couple of ways that I want to unpack this because it's so important. Number one, as physical beings in the physical plane, Yogi Bhajan would say this, we physically deserve and are worthy of having anything we physically need in this lifetime. So the other part that I want to say about this is it's natural. It's a natural human craving to continue to want to grow and have more and more, right? Now, the really exciting way that I want to say this, and then I'll kind of loop back around is, I wish everybody could manifest and materialize every physical thing they want, like financial, financial brings freedom, essentially, at the end of it, that's what we're all craving is the freedom to live the values of life that you want. But I wish everybody would manifest all of the physical they want, because the moment that they really get there, like you, when they're really in pursuit of growth in themselves, the moment they get there, they're like, ah, it all kind of doesn't really matter. Now I, now I can actually ask myself the bigger questions of what's the meaning of life? You know, what do I really want? Yada, yada. So that's why it's like, I love empowering people to have anything they want because that's when they can really act, when they get rid of the wanting. When we live in Los Angeles and we, when we aren't a monk who is meditating all day for detachment, but we actually are physical beings that are engaging with physical life and society. Let's say in Los Angeles, we are going to continue to want for things. So I would rather people actually get their wants met because that's when they can truly ask themselves the deeper philosophical questions of life they've been desiring to ask themselves. I even had this moment when I was driving up to the retreat house because I I come from nothing. I come from two super broke young parents who didn't know what the fuck they were doing at 18 when they had me. I moved from apartment to apartment. It wasn't uncommon to come home, you know, and and like my mom couldn't pay for storage, you know, and so my toys were gone and I moved every year and a half. Like it was wild, you know, and then of course my mom struggled with addiction and even though she's the most incredible and powerful woman in the world, but I come from absolutely nothing and I've lived my whole life in survival mode, constantly survival, what to do. I I was low self-worth, so I had to figure all that out. You know, I come from my own crazy cycles, but I had this moment driving up to the retreat house after it closed and I went, wow, all of my needs are met. I'm not in survival for anything in my life anymore, nothing. And I went, whoa, what's the meaning of life? Like, what is now the real meaning? I could actually get super philosophical because I was no longer totally in the physical of wanting. So I just want to really give people that licensing. Um, Everybody's wanting is different. There's a core reason beneath why we want anything we want. And it would really surprise you when you start to deduce it down that it really has very little to do with the actual physical item. So for you, I'm just going to throw this out there and propose, I'm assuming you want the financial freedom so you can have the 
true freedom to create, like you're saying, this utopia of all the things that you love to do all day and not feel like you're hustling while you're doing it. Totally great. So it's important to identify where we are in the spiritual spectrum. Because if we are operating subconsciously through this guilt mechanism, you know, like, let's say we had one foot into Buddhism, and then we have one foot into the material life of Yogi Bhajan, those are in conflict of each other. Buddhism is detachment, Yogi Bhajan's like, project 10,000 times you have the abundance to get what you want. It's a magic, you know, it's a mysticism to make what you want. So it's really important, I think, to get very, very clear on our identity our core soul authentic wants and needs and then to start to literally subconsciously detox any of the other things and I would argue when you get to the place where you desire to be those older models or those not older models but those influences you had spiritually will start to creep back in and have far deeper meaning in that place and Jim Carrey I think even had that quote where he was like I wish yeah I wish everybody would would get everything they've ever wanted to realize it's not at all what life's about but how do we really know until we have the X, Y, and Z that we desire to want? So I just want to give licensing to people. It is so okay to want as a physical being in the material plane. And if you subconsciously are feeling any guilt or undeservingness of it, there's bam, block number one in money, period. So it's like you have to get pretty clear. What do you want? Do you want abundance or do you want to live in guilt and undeservingness of it? Because all manifestation is at the end of the day is they're energetics. It's just energetics. It's learning how to master and harness energetics through your subconscious, through neuroscience. Amazing. Great answer. And I bet you're not clear yet on those two things, right? <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. It's funny. It's like, of course, earlier in life when I had aspirations to be a rock star and I was playing in bands in Hollywood, I mean, I, you know, I had nothing else to rest any sort of hope on other than, man, if I could just get, you know, this back in the early 90s, if yeah. you got a record deal, I mean, you could get like a couple million dollar advance <laughs> and you all go buy houses and shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was, that's the thing. If I get a deal, if I get a deal and, you know, whatever. So it's definitely thinking that my salvation was in having some sort of material success and financial security because I never had any and I had no education and I just, you know, dealt drugs and did all kinds of weird things for work. Some of them I will never mention on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All that prostitution. Also illegal activities. (laughs) But, um, but then, you know, as I started growing spiritually, it just, you know, when I started on the journey 22 years ago, it just naturally, it was a natural consequence that I started to achieve more success financially. And I I built a nice career. And then yesterday I celebrated 10 years of School of Style, my first business, and that's gone really well. But I've really been more concerned about the inner growth and personal work and the career is just like, oh, that's interesting. Wow. I keep watching myself. I mean, I've made more money every year of my life for a long time. It's not where I want it to be. But I just kind of like did the work that was necessary, but I've been all about the inner work without yeah. being a complete recluse and renunciate householder guy or, yeah, or yeah, non-householder yeah. Hobbit. Hobbit that's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't want to make money. I'm like, no, I want to make money, but I don't really care how much. I just need my basic needs met. I want to yeah. buy organic food and like have a decent car and what? I'm cool. Even though in the energetics of talking like that, and this isn't yeah. at all to harp on it, I just want to make a, I just want to outline something really clear 
When we are manifesting, again, it's from the subconscious. So we're working again with the clarity of the subconscious. And one of the first things you learn, like I have the formula magnetism workshop literally teaches you step by step how to manifest. And one of the main things I teach in it is it's so important to call from your core essence of need, your totally true, authentic self. I'm very lenient about ego, man. Ego is not to me egoless being like a monk in the Himalayas meditating. It's about getting rid of any of the exterior validations that you're using just to fill you up and getting very clear about what you are craving inside and what you need. So like a very simple thing that you didn't realize at the time when you were young and you're like, I want that million, $2 million advance. There were probably a lot of exterior validational things going on there. Many, I'm sure, because you hadn't dealt with a lot of your demons. But most importantly, you were craving safety and security. That's all you were craving, you know? And so when we can get very clear about those specific core wants and we start to manifest from specificity because like even now in saying it has it makes no difference again your words make no difference in what you manifest whatsoever you can throw all of that away anything that is imprinted in your subconscious is completely what's determining it but even i can tell the energetics of what's going on below based on just saying like i just want organic food and i want this and that When we are wishy-washy and not super clear on our core wants and needs within the realm of belief, again, because we have to go out and find expanders to keep opening our subconscious more and more and more for more space. But within the realm of belief, if we are like universe, I don't, you know, and that is still the universe. And this is what I'll get into next because it's the most foundationally important thing about manifesting money. What we are communicating and projecting subconsciously, the pure energetic is like, I don't, I'm probably not worth it and I don't deserve it, but I'll take the little I can get. That's all that's being projected. So the universe is like, cool, here you go. That's the little, <laughs> I got you, no problem. But when we can start to work with our subconscious, again, like the in unblocked opulence is a great place to start looking. Where does all of that live in our subconscious, which I'll let you share in a minute because you're like, oh, whoa, there's a lot down there that I don't know that's operating and it's what's actually controlling what I'm manifesting. So it is so important if you're going to be working on manifesting money that you start to get very clear on what you want from your core essence needs. Like for me, again, money is completely safety and freedom. So I can be completely creatively free, meaning I can just channel, I can serve, I can delegate anything that I don't need to be doing. So I can do more of that to help the most amount of people. Therefore, I'm rewarded over and over and over and over again, because I'm so clear on my needs. Now it's not to externally validate me, but I crave like this bigger life because those are the things I need to accomplish. And this is the support I need. So getting very, very clear on what those core essence needs are. So for you, it sounds like it's wanting freedom, it's wanting safety. And to me, if freedom sounds like it, like you, like me, it's one of your bigger things. So if we get really clear, and we're like, no, universe, I want X, Y, and Z, I'm going to go expand to go and find that through expanders. And then I'm going to start to carve out and work on the self worth below that's shouting out like, I'm not worth it. I don't deserve this. I have guilt. I'm not good enough. When we get all that away, bam, we have money. (laughs) It's like one of the most money too. when you figure out the energetics are one of the most easy things to manifest. It's unreal. So that's going to parlay me into the second part. When it comes to manifesting money, the three most important things, like if I were to break it down to anything, is that number one, we are expanded enough. So we have enough people in our lives that we truly identify with that 
are doing what we want to be doing, you know, so for instance, are making money in the ways that we see to believe is possible for us to make monies and that monies, <laughs> making monies, make money in that same way, which opulence teaches you. Is that, I just, I got to interject something. Is that like that principle of you're the sum total of the five people you hang around yeah. the most kind of thing? Okay. You want to make it happen quicker, surround yourself around the eight people who have everything you want. Totally. It's the quick, and that's just simple mirror neurons. Just, I just it's fired osmosis. three of my friends, and you know who you are if you're listening. Well, it's, no, I'm just kind of yeah, like, no, all my friends are, you guys are, are like, all my friends are doing well, but yeah, no, but it used to not be that way, you know. But yeah. anyway, anyway, um, yeah. car- carry on. So that's <clears throat> number one, one of the most important things. Number two, the most important thing you have to be expanded in order to have space for it to come through. So even if you go deal with the other two things I'm going to talk about, if you're like this on a subconscious, it literally can't come in. If you haven't seen to believe what you want is possible, there's no space for it to come through. That's where you create kind of what I call like a magnetism bank account. It's just waiting for you to get your shit together, opening that space for it to come through. So the second bar none, the most important thing is that on a subconscious level, you feel deserving of what you're asking for. And it's not something you can fake to make. It's not something you can think positive. It's not something you can affirm and affirm over and over again. It's literally going down in a subconscious hypnotic state and dealing with your demons. Anything you picked up from modeling that reflects back why you through pain, shame, whatever, aren't worthy of that money. Or like Luke, you're going to be doing some serious spiritual detoxing to be like, nah, I'm throwing that to the wayside for now because I'm actually going to own and call in my deservingness for money on a subconscious level. When people say that positivity is the law of attraction or being in the vortex, nothing could be more incorrect with manifestation. I can give you a 100% guaranteed stamp on this. What is the actual magnetic force that brings what we want to us is on a subconscious level, we feel worthy of it. So meaning that we are like, totally in our worth, getting rid of anything that makes us small, not in our worth, out of our way, and totally in a pillar of worth is actually what magnetizes what we want to us. So that's why I call the process unblocking, like unblocking all of this imprintation that makes us feel unworthy. And if you want to take like that magnetism to the next level, that magnetic force, get deserving on a subconscious level for what you want. Like I deserve this. And it's again, not something you can affirm, not something you can think positive to. You literally have to go down and do the work on it. Um, And then the third most important thing, is that you're passing tests, which again is in the formula of magnetism. But that means nobody ever taught me this. And I talked about this in the last episode. The universe will always test you, always. When you have been like, let's say settling in financial situations, maybe you aren't charging as much as you should be for something or whatever the case is that you're settling the next opportunity that's going to come through is usually going to try to test you. It's going to look a lot like the last thing but with a little bit more money, but it's definitely not the right sponsorship or partnership or whatever. And when we take it, that's when we're communicating to the universe. Oh, I don't believe that you'll send me the exact thing that I want. So I'm going to settle and just take what I can get for security, right? So that's just a form of testing. So those are the three most important things. Expansion, subconscious worth on, you know, on a subconscious level, and then passing test. It's really so simple when you get down to it. I think for me, it's like, well... I'll keep the material percolating enough and growing. I'm doing good stuff and I'm I'm expanding. I mean, I'm always moving on to new, exciting shit. Yeah. But really, really, it's about the inner work. But what has happened for me 
and I'm just starting to realize this because I am comfortable and I'm safe and I'm secure and I finally have no debt in my life and like I'm chilling. And as I said, I'm making more money than I ever have. Um, And then I think, well, I want to take it to the next level. And, you know, let's just say you put a number on it. Like I said, okay, I want a net income of a hundred grand a month. Just do whatever with, you know. Uh, which isn't even really that much. It not probably in LA, sounds, it's not. sounds like it sounds like a lot to no. some people, but it's not really because it's a million, yeah. or it's one point two million a year. So, yeah. um, <laughs> okay. So here's what I'm getting at, though, is I'm starting to have this breakthrough where it's like manifesting on the physical and specifically with money is part of my spiritual lesson. Yeah. Oh, and totally. Part, it's part of this incarnation. It's like I used you. to look at like Yogi Yogi Bhajan or Osho and I was like, oh, those guys are fake ass. Like yeah. they have all these cars and stuff. Like, ew, gross. What a fake teacher. Totally. Now I'm realizing like, no, they're they're learning how to play in that they're realm. playing the game. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I've I've been kind of reframing that. And now it's like, no, I really feel that as a as a soul, there's yeah. What I'm to learn, the first part of it was like <laughs> a spiritual principle that you don't buy something you don't actually have the money for. Yeah. Oh, great. That's called, a great which lesson. It's called credit cards. Yeah. And that took me uh, about 40 years to learn. Huge. And yeah. now I just, I literally don't buy anything unless I, I have the cash money. Any manifestation practice that's like, go out and buy the outfit you want in order to feel more abundant. That's a great way to go in debt. So I'm so happy yeah. you're talking about that because that's not the way to go and about this. And it's not like, oh, I need to not debt so I can have the house or the yeah. Ferrari. It's just like, oh no, this is a spiritual principle i've been breaking spiritual laws and i have lacked the patience and the discipline to save up and get the thing i want i just want to do what feels good and i treat money like a freaking 12 year old which is kind of when i started that behavior you know it's like can i get next week's allowance i already spent this week you know that kind of thing and then and then even it's funny i was looking back on this and it might be weird but it's true like in the in the world of like drug dealing you never have the money up front so your dealer like fronts you the drugs and then you owe them now yeah. and then you have to like unload it and you're always in debt so yeah. you always have to be yeah using. and then to re-up you have to have the money that they just gave you and that yeah. whole thing so that was really like my first job I mean, I was a dishwasher for five but minutes. But it's not crazy that you manifested that job either. You know what I mean? If you really just look at the energetics of it, it's the model you understood right. already from a young age. Right. So that is not like, oh, it's a, not a practical thing that I need to sort out. It's like, no, my soul needs to learn how to work with those principles yeah. of that. So, okay, cool. I, I And I have grown. I stopped that shit. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. Now it's like, it's my soul in this incarnation, having those subconscious limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and low self-worth mm-hmm. and thinking those people up in the Hollywood Hills, when I look at those lights yeah. from here, like mm-hmm. they have something I don't have. Yep. They've figured out they have the secret code or they're smarter or more talented or more deserving or whatever it is. Yeah. That's the shit that my, that's the spiritual growth yes. is to overcome that. Thousand percent. And then I'm sitting in a big dumb house going, okay, yeah. this was an interesting experiment in yeah. playing with reality and warping totally. reality. And you're going to be like, now that I'm here, I'm not any happier than I was when I was right. down in West Hollywood in my apartment. It's, and I've experienced yeah. that. You know, it's funny. I, I was living in a like home of my dreams in the Hollywood Hills a few years ago. I remember ago. you told us on the last episode. Oh, yeah. I did? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you manifested it and all of that stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then... I lived there with my girlfriend at the time and then we broke up. She bounced and deservedly so. And I, <laughs> at the time, I was, I was not ready, you know, for that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so she left and here I was in the, in the house 
and I'm sitting in a house, like house of my dreams. And I was leasing it, but still, it was still the house of my dreams to lease. And she was gone and I was so heartbroken and I would just sit there and cry. I would just bawl. And I was like, God, it doesn't matter what fucking house I'm in right now. My heart is broken and aching. Yeah. And I don't care what yacht you put me on, like nothing's going to undo that. And it was a a great experience to have that I could still, and even just aside from a heartbreak, just sometimes feeling pissed off or crazy or in fear or emotionally out of balance or unstable and being in that house made no difference. Not at all. Never could, will. Yeah, Being I in could, the car won't. Yeah. And, but we hear that and we don't, we go like, well, then we shouldn't want or that's next year validation. And I actually am the opposite. I'm like, get it and realize it still doesn't do anything for you. Now your pursuit of spiritual work can go like on super drive because you're not wanting for things really anymore. Right. So well, you're I, like, I, well, let's want to make myself whole. Right. So going back to what you're saying earlier that, um, that some people, you know, strive for the material success and then they arrive there and go, oh God, this yeah. is it. I thought Same. this was going to fix me and it didn't fix me. Then they go inward and go spiritual. My journey's almost reverse of that in a sense where totally. I went inward, gone spiritual, working on that. And then the manifestation of the material and the money is just, it's just like, hey, let me see if I can play with this reality. It's just waiting for you to yeah, tap in. That's and just it. kind of do this quantum juggling yeah. of it and go, oh, wow, gold, riches, diamonds. Yeah. This is, it's like, not, it's like whatever. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, it's just like a toy oh, to just, just like, play with done. reality. <laughs> Right? Totally. It's like a mockingbird. But um, there's no way that I could understand that, magpie. though. There's no way that I could understand that unless I had sort of gone through. I mean, I just turned yep. 48, so I've gone through a lot of different cycles. And now I see those guys, you know, those those specific gurus that chose to play with that yeah. realm. I go, oh, okay. I get why. But going back to, I think a really important distinction there is to make, and you know, it's kind of looping back to a cycle of what we talked about. There are really two Eastern like this is a major generalization, but two Eastern energetic philosophies going on. We have the philosophy of detachment, right? Because, you know, Buddha was a prince and had all the riches and all the things. And he went and figured out after having all the things, he became enlightened, realizing it meant nothing. So he was going to go to pure detachment to really understand what it meant to be fully present. Now, when you're going more to kind of, and this is a generalization, but you're dealing with more of the like, yogic, more of the, not full yogic, but you're playing into mysticism. So even if it's alchemy of sexuality, you're playing with the mysticism of how to make this the most like orgasmic and pleasurable experience out there. They are wanting to tap into all of the pleasures of life in a way to reach enlightenment. You have another form that's detaching and not needing of anything to reach enlightenment. So it's like you just kind of get to choose which journey you want to go on, or you can enter swap, but don't be doing both at once if you're manifesting because it's wishy-washy to the universe. And that's kind of what you've been up to. And now you're deciding to play the game of mysticism. That's true because my prayers are usually, I mean, in more or less words or feelings expressed, thy will be done. Like I'm just about whatever God's will is. Yeah. You can also be like, I'm about what your will is, God, but I also need all the physical pleasures (laughs) in this lifetime. And it might sound weird to someone because it sounds religious or something, but it's not. It's just, I live a surrendered life i know that there's an intelligence that's greater than mine and when i follow that my life is much more fulfilling but that said oftentimes my prayers are very general or they're for other people or whatever that's the biggest issue then it's that's why i got a poor (laughs) poor luke when i came i don't really tell people this much but like i'll i when i'm channeling before i see someone or when i used to work with clients usually the the guides will come and tell me something and so at 2 a.m they woke me up last night to tell me 
two things I had to tell Luke was something with the programs blocking him from money, meaning, you know, like the program. And number two, why aren't you doing your own thing yet? Like, why aren't you making your own product or your own whatever portals, what you'll learn about and opulence when you continue it. But that's, you just hit it. What the, the surrendered life, which is so beautiful. The program's great, but also you when we harness the energy of being in full surrender or in the pursuit of surrender, we also can navigate it. (laughs) We can also be like, I do this all the time. You know, when I had to learn, I do that constantly. I'm like, my greatest will here is to help as many people as I can to empower them that they can have anything they want. God, universe, if you, if I do this, if I show up and I dedicate my life to that, I need all of my physical needs taken care of because when I was young, I didn't have most of them taken care of. And that is my karma, if you will. That's what I'm choosing my karma is in my adult life. I want to have as cushy and as happy of a life as possible. I want to have as much delegated as possible so I can focus on that. I also like love as you do, like, fashion is a huge expression of mine. So are collecting and curating items in my life. It's an expression. It's like an art form to me. I've owned that a long time ago. A lot of people would have a problem with that too, that that's like a material issue. It's not. If you get very clear again at what your core wants to project in this life, not what you think will fill you on the outside, but again, what your core needs to fully project itself, then you'll start to materialize those things as well. They won't be for validation. They'll be for expression, for navigation, for pursuit to take you further on the spiritual journey. So that's why it's like the surrender is a great thing, but also include like, these are my needs that I also need met. Well, it's funny because lately I've been I mean, I've always, I can always, but for many years done vision boards and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and the stuff happens, you know, but now I have a book. It's like kind of a big journal, like a workbook because it just, it travels better. Yeah. And and make your list in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easier to hide when, you know, someone comes over that you don't, <laughs> that you don't want to see your dreams. I used to be so embarrassed. I'd have my vision board You'd in my have room. To put it down yeah. And like it a around. date would come yeah. over and I'd have like all these hot girls in yeah. bikinis on my vision board. And they're like, wait, I'm brunette. What's that? Yeah, you know, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's private now. It's not shared with, with <laughs> others, but, um, but in there, I mean, I have very specific numbers and, yes, you know, there it's, you go. Yeah. so I'm, I'm getting less general about my prayers Fantastic. and, and kind of, I guess, the way that I'm framing it now is like, yeah, surrendered life, but surrendered action, like taking yeah. action and moving forward. And most importantly, <clears throat> that I deserve it. And it's not bad to want it. Those right. are the two energetics you're not working huge. with right now. Because yeah. when you're able to kick those into the right subconscious gear, it's all going to flow. So, if you're expanded. <laughs> so funny because you say I deserve it. Like you even probably cringe. In milliseconds, like my mind is like, who the fuck do you think you are? That's why you're what not do you mean you deserve it? enough. Yeah. You know, that's what will open up literally the faucet for it to like it's so funny Shiva Rose and I just talked about on my podcast we were like I want to hear that and no it's such a good one and we were talking specifically about the Har Had meditation you know and doing it in tangent with actually following the steps in opulence like really doing the work I mean I'll have people who do the workshop and they're like in the Facebook group wait what are portals portals are like a whole very specific thing in there but 
we kept talking about like when we were doing opulence and doing that meditation, you know how Yogi Bhajan would be like, and then it'll be 10,000 times. It'll be too (laughs) much prosperity. You won't know what to do. And it fucking happened. It was literally like, I didn't have the team to support my company. Like it was too much. I was like, wait, 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 God, this is too much. I need you to slow the brakes a little until I can get the infrastructure in place to support, which again, energetically is so I can get my nervous system strong enough to support all that you're saying, all this prosperity you're saying. Me. Wow. Um, something that you talked about in, in your course, I mean, there's a lot of great copy there and I try to digest as much as I could, but you say money is energy. It's the true. energy of money is expanded worth. It is. That's all it is. That's all it is. So again, that's just like when you're really starting to, what we're already picking on two of your blocks that literally, if you move those out of the way and you're expanded again through expanders, those two blocks of, I'm still in this place of like, how can I be a good person if I want, you know? So it's like really going, I'm consciously letting go of detachment for now. I'm consciously moving more into the realm of mysticism and deservingness. So that's one. And then two, the very important thing is any block you have on a subconscious level where like you just felt, I don't feel deserving. Who the fuck am I? Which all goes down to low self-worth. Those are the two things that are literally going to start to magnetize this those in expansion are going to magnetize this 100K a month that you're wanting. That is not farce. That's not crazy. It can happen just as quickly as you're expanded and you're unblocking. That's It really is when you'll start to... Under, I, I always say this and people probably think I'm crazy who aren't maybe making a lot of money, but when you understand the energetics of money and manifestation, it's like the easiest thing to manifest. <laughs> So easy, but we put so much weight on it only because of survival. We put it for security and survival that we put all of this weight on it that when we take all of that off and we unlock, it's just so simple. It's so crazy. Would you define these, because you have a lot of different terms and I want to break some of them I know, down. We have a whole glossary on this site because yeah. I make up my own <laughs> yeah. terminology. No, it's cool, but explain expanders. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about before. So expanders, to go a little bit more in depth into them, again, back in old manifestation rhetoric, the visualize process. Yeah, great. If you want to visualize, rock on, but it's not actually what's creating space for your manifestation to come through. Maybe it helps you get more clear. Maybe it helps you feel in control of a process. Cool. But if you really want to start to create space for what you want to come through, you need to go find expanders. And again, it's getting back to those like surrounding yourself around the eight people who have what you want. Oh, expanders are others. They're others. Okay. 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 I I remember you talking about that. I didn't connect the word. No, it's great because maybe other people were confused and knowing that we can expand little elements. So like, let's say you're like, but I do know eight people who make a hundred K a month doing podcasts and, you know, being in the wellness world and having a fashion, you know, school, but there might still be little elements where you're like, well, they came from money. So no wonder that you need to go find then an element of an expander who's totally self-made. Like it has to, the lower our self-worth is on a subconscious level. So the more we grew up in poverty and we grew up with parents or community that was modeling, like you always be a waiter, you'll always be this, or you always, you know, the more we grew up with that, the more we need expanding, the more we need to grow our worth. Otherwise, all that's looping in our reptilian limbic subconscious brain is like, nope, that's the way it goes. And that's what's going to be safe. That's why the process that I work with people is all through neuroplasticity, because we literally can completely 
transform our brain. It's great. We have the science to back that up and we have the capability through reaching hypnotic states to go down there and completely transform it. So it's the finding the expanders and getting getting rid of the low self-worth on the subconscious level and then turning that into deservingness on a subconscious level. Is the Are the hypnotic states uh, like the guided thing yeah. that I listened to in yeah. your program today? Yeah. So like basically while you're going through opulence, it's going to show you all of your shit that you have to do. <laughs> and then you're going to take that through something that we have every day, which is called the daily reprogramming exercise, which people can get totally a la carte. And in that it's 15 minutes a day, every day you're going through and you're reinforcing, reinforcing the deservingness or unblocking the new memories that are popping up now that you're allowing these other memories to come through. New things will pop up to show you like, well, this is why you're not worth it. Wait, be safe here. It's all of that has to be removed to create the new neural pathway that you're deserving. So you could you could eliminate the the neural pathway that's carved that says yes. you can't be spiritual and filthy rich too. Or yeah. even just the word filthy rich yeah. is probably a bad word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, <laughs> See, look so, at you, you're still policing yeah. yourself. So you, can't, um, so you can't be just crazy, ridiculously rich and also be a meaningful influence on the world and help people and live a spiritual life and live a, a pure, holy life. You know, There's that's so an idea. There's so many people. There's so, so many people who inhabit that. Um, and even ones that come to mind that I don't know well, but it aren't, isn't Rich Roll quite successful and he's quite spiritual and spends most of his time trying to empower people to be healthier. Yeah. That's an expander. Tony he's, Robbins. Tony Robbins is a great example of that. He's a motivator. Um, even if we want to go into the arts, who's that incredible music producer? Producer. What's his name? That's so Rick Rubin. Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> such a meditator. His sun gazes, does all of his stuff. And he's, I would argue maybe on the spectrum because he's such a genius, but he also is really fucking successful because he's really honed on, honed in on what his gift is. Again, he follows his authentic gift. He does it so well and he's rewarded. So, I mean, there's so many people that live these expansive, that's beautiful funny. lives. He's, that's funny. He's Rick as an example. He's a perfect example. I, I uh, have been hanging out with him a little bit and recently walked into his house. He lives in Malibu. Yeah. And like, I walked into his house and I was like, this is my vision board See? house. He's your fucking expander. Yeah. I was like, this <laughs> dude has, the house is so dialed. Yeah. I was like. It's just impeccable. He has just the best taste. It's now, all, was there a moment that you... He has you, like the ice baths. The, you know, the he has things, all the things. All the things. And also just, just you know, great energy, great wife, a beautiful baby. You oh, know, I just, feel like we should be great friends, he and I. Yeah, I, feel like just, I just walked in. I was like, this dude is living the goddamn dream. Yeah. You know? When you were there, though, this is so key to show you how to continue navigating this workshop. When you walked in, was there a part of you that went, ah, oh, but I can't have this? Or me, did you me, go, I could have this too? So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey, or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child, and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else 
such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D, to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, now back to the episode. say probably more on the side of like well he has it because he has these talents that i don't have i don't have yeah you know, so what you would want to produces be- you know a zillion platinum records and yeah. i don't have that for literally sauce. like the full spectrum of every like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. musical talent yeah. i mean he set um, the bar high in terms of success you know in one's life creatively and otherwise but uh yeah i didn't walk in i was like oh yeah that's sick this is the kind of, i'll get this cool. house in a yeah. couple months right. you know definitely not on that it was yeah. like oh well yeah shit this is what do, you get when you're that talented yeah, how and great. Do you, how do you do this? This is mysterious. Okay, so More I like want to break this down just a little bit because okay. this will show people who will be doing opulence. How be to, funny, Rick, if you if you hear this, I'm sorry to put you on blast. Yeah. I know he listens no, to the show No, dude, Rick, we're like such mega fans over here. We're <laughs> he'll, having he'll a love like, fest. He'll be like, what were you thinking when you walked in my house? But yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm he, sure anyone that walks in that house is like, what? It's the, magic. It's amazing. And yeah. he strikes me as such a beautiful human being that's probably not even thinking on that wavelength. Very much so. And But you know, it's funny that he you know he actually is an example of someone who makes a massive contribution is a Huge. very kind loving person helps so many artists is creating things that will probably live for a very long time in, in our archives of art and things like that this so, is like the he's perfect. not like a selfish jerk no. it's like ah, another lamborghini no. you know he's the perfect model of someone who's deserving to have all of that gives back follows his total gifts and betters himself through spirituality he is literally like the perfect package of what that means to be like i'm a physical being on the physical plane i deserve whatever i physically need while following my gifts my authentic gifts he's the perfect example of that but what i want to break down just for people really quickly so that they understand while they're navigating opulence and i'm not there to hold their hand through it what's going on there is what you would want to do in a subconscious state is you would want to break down, you could easily do it through the daily reprogramming exercise. What are all of the doubts that come up for me of why I can't have that too? You need to go reprogram all of them. So that would be like seven different days. If it were seven different things you would focus on, it takes 15, 20 minutes a day. So that would be a huge component. And another really important thing I want to say, the universe will never put you in, for lack of a better word, vibration or the same company with something that isn't a mirror or a reflection of what you need to unlock in yourself or where you are going in your life. Those are the only things that come through to you, right? So he has come through to show up as an expander for you, whether you believe it or not, or you're ready to deserve that and accept it and receive it or not. That's why he's here. He's an expander for you. So your job is to unlock any reason why you don't believe that you're worthy of having exactly what he has. Then the second thing is to realize he's not your full package expander because he's in the music industry. Even though you have been in the music industry right now, the pursuit that you're in your gifts right now are moderating, you know, or 
teaching people how to be their healthiest selves, um, biohacking. So you now have Rick Rubin as an example. You'll want to go find a couple of other expanders who are you know, I mean, is it the bulletproof radio guy? Is it, I don't know rich role, you know, well, but is, are those your perfect expanders who have really, really made something successful and they do something very similar to you. They're in your same world, but you need to go find your micro expanders everywhere until your subconscious goes, okay, this is fucking possible. (laughs) I see it. It's possible. My job's to unlock why I don't deserve what they have. That's it. It's that simple. That's great. Yeah. That's a similar sort of principle then to, to the, the, you know, taking it way old school, Napoleon Hill to the, the, mas- totally, the mastermind very similar. group, right? Very similar. I mean, <clears throat> Napoleon Hill, though, in a lot of ways, um, he and you can if these things speak to you. I'm a projector, so we're really quick. We're like, how do we see a system, break it? And that's human design for anybody who doesn't understand. We're like, how do we see a system quickly, break it down, take out all the fluff that doesn't work and make it as you know, digestible and simple to follow as possible. Affirmations, great. If they make you feel in control, like a lot of, you know what, when that book was originally written too, he had a lot that talked about like vibration and talked a lot about, but it was all taken out. The publishers, like we can't put this out in the world for it to be a bestseller. But a lot of the book talks about things like you have to affirm this every day in the mirror and do that and have, you know, put everything in an envelope. But, you know, there's a lot of steps and they're, you just don't need to do all of that. You literally, for the busy person in their life today, that's like, I have way too much to do already and I'm broken, stressed out. Like this workshop, you know, it's very affordable. What is it? Five days? I can't even remember. I haven't done it for a while, you know? And then you have the daily reprogramming exercise you'll do daily again to unlock any of these limiting beliefs or non-deservingness. And that's 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes at most. So it's like... I just am like, how do we do this shit the quickest possible and make it happen? And if you're committed to doing it because you really want it, it will. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> this is great. It's, you know, it's so, it's so, um, it's so interesting that you reached out to me and we're like, hey, let's do another podcast yeah. because <laughs> I'm, I'm literally. You're I probably have, like, oh, I don't want to. I'm tired. I, I just went out well, of town. I, well, I kind of didn't want to, not because it was you, but no, I, yeah, yeah because I, I just went to New York and recorded eight episodes and then I filled uh-huh. out my whole calendar through like February, 2019. Jesus. And I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm done recording yeah. for now. But you know, this thing was timely, but especially since you're like, oh, this is what I want to talk about. Yeah. And I was like, really? Yeah. Universe? This is interesting because the, I, you had like just cracked open the secret, right? No, I started from like the most basic, like shit that I've already been through a million times, Which you know, Abraham done. Hicks and even Napoleon Hill. I'd probably bust that out. And it's like, I'm just going, let me just forget everything I think I know about Have this. Have a detox. Just try it. Yeah, just, just try it. And start totally from scratch. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was timely and it's, it's really fun to be digging into this. So I'm so excited because something I do have to mention, and I'm not going to disclose anything for you, but love and money are so directly connected that the moment you start to find your stride and love, the worthiness of love, how to love properly and receive love properly, how to have high standards and not settle for what doesn't serve you and vice versa for the person who's in your life, money is very close to follow. If you're unblocked, if you're deserving. Oh, good, because I feel very unblocked in that area. So it's not crazy that I'd be like, yo. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, uh, the universe is like, again, I've got you. If you right. stop, if you start believing you deserve it and you expand into it, I got you. 
Wow. That's what the universe is showing you. God, I love the wizardry of that thing there that we call universe. I know. So you also say three components decipher how much money we are attracting. Beliefs, expansion, and worth equals energy. Therefore, it flows based on the structure of beliefs you grew up with, your subconscious, uh, to how much you have shown your subconscious that you can expand into to the projection of your worthiness. So let's start decoding the structure of your beliefs. And so as I started to go through that part of the program known as opulence, there were a number of questions there that I found very meaningful. Uh, Most of them were pretty easy to find an answer to. Yeah. If I was honest with myself and I went inside. Um, So I'd like to cover some of those questions because I think I'm one of those people that I like to know, I'd like to understand the way things work and the why. Yeah. Like, well, how, if I have these beliefs, how the hell did that shit get in there? Yeah, yeah. Is is understanding kind of, it seems like we're going back, as you said, to zero years to 14 or zero to 25 or whatever, when we're forming our brain in the way that we relate to reality. Um, is this why, and I want to go over some of these questions, yeah. but is this why we're going back to childhood? Almost, thousand percent. You know, in the therapy model, of course, if you're like, wait, what's This your... is like quick therapy. Again, right. work with your therapist. I'm not a licensed therapist or anything like that. Work, you know, work simultaneously with your therapist if you need to or your support group. But this is like super speeding things because a lot of talk therapy brings awareness, but it's like, cool, now what do I do to change it? That's right. where I was at for years. And I was like, well, let me figure it out. And I did for myself and I think has helped thousands and thousands of people is there right if i i don't know if this is secret oh, no, sauce totally. can i give some of yeah. the questions okay and I'm i'll like, break down why they're important okay cool then i'm like yeah let me give away your whole online course for i mean free you've on only been day one you're, you don't <laughs> you have a lot more to go all right yeah. good okay cool uh so question in in opulence which is um one is it is opulence because i dipped in in the middle so i don't really know what i'm doing is that one of the modules you have like formula and mag- yeah. magnetism reparent shadow partnership opulence no and supported yeah are those modules within one big course? No. So they kind of or break down each- all the things. So like the formula magnetism is literally the step-by-step how to manifest. It's the formula that like hacks away all the bullshit superstition. It's the quick and easy. If you do this and dance with the universe, this is how you manifest. But I got a ton of people that were like, how do I manifest love and money? And those are like the two big ones. And I was like, yo, I'll make a, a course under $100. It teaches you how so you don't have to do a $450 session with me when I was still doing sessions. Right, so right. that's what those covers. Literally the energetics of how to manifest money and how to manifest relationships, which are very tied together, but they're separate courses. And then we have reparent and shadow, which are the two most important everybody should do because it completely deals with the two reasons why we we might not be manifesting from imprintation of our childhood. So you're literally reprogramming your entire childhood. And secondly, what we don't own owns us. So where we're not fully showing up in the world, we are projecting to the universe that we're we're not worthy of it. So shadow's all about how to own it all, you know, really get into that worthiness um, and unlock everything. Oh, cool. Yeah, I recently made a uh, Facebook group for listeners of the podcast. By the way, if you're listening, go to Facebook and search (laughs) The Lifestylist Podcast. I think there's about 3,000 people in there now. Awesome. And I, too, now am more present and, you know, there uh, to find on on Instagram. And a lot of people DM me questions about different things. And so now I just have an autoresponder that's in my notes on my phone. And I click, it's like, join the Facebook group. 
it's not cool to like, even if I had the time, which totally, of course I don't, to yeah. sit there and answer a question for one person when 3,000 yeah, people literally could get benefit. the benefit of the answer. So I'm like, I'm, I feel like a jerk sometimes doing it. I'm just like, I'm sorry. No, even, man. Even if it's a, like, what's the best v, v vitamin or something, yeah. I could answer it so easily. Yeah. I was like, no, I, I just have a hard, fast rule. I don't answer questions. It's a boundary. There. And I will say for anybody, and this isn't to alienate anybody listening, I hope you're creating your boundaries as well. Boundaries and no are the quickest way to create magnetism. That's self-worth and emotion because you're going, these are my needs. This is the space that I need to be happy. So I'm going to say no to anything that's not a hell yes. It, 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 if you are blocked in your life right now and you don't want to do anything in terms of the courses or anything, you're like, what's the one first step I can do to start manifesting and just create a little bit of magnetism? Go and get rid of everything and say no in your life to anything that's making you settle, making you small, making you feel unworthy, or just doesn't make you feel really fulfilled. Get rid of it and watch what starts to show up in your life. It creates instant magnetism. So I'm just giving you license. That's rad. I love it. Um, If it's it's not... A hell yes, it's a no. Yeah. I think that's very sad. I don't know who advice. I got that from. I think it's the most popular saying on the planet, yeah. but it really is fucking applicable to manifestation. Yeah, it, it is. I, I, I don't find that I um that I go along with things that I'm not comfortable. Like I have boundaries, you know, so I'm not like homie's like, hey, can I come stay at your house for a week or something? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't like go in yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I'm very good at no, but yeah. what I have a hard time saying no to is opportunities you know to go be on someone's podcast or do a retreat or speak at a thing and I kind of say yes to every opportunity and then meanwhile I'm like why is it taking me a year to build a new website like I literally depleted I can't build my website because I keep saying no to all these which are great opportunities but they're not yes yeah but they're not the thing that I really want to focus on and do that make that your 2019 intention (laughs) for real and I even like attempted to say no to everything that was like between now and say January, yeah. you know, give me a couple months to build my website. I've got a bunch of video content. I'm going to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. It might be an online course. Cool. Yeah. Which I just... think are like the coolest thing now because people listening here, listening all over the world, that's how we even started ours. I was getting so many requests because I was only teaching workshops, New York, LA, London, you know, so right. uh, they were like, will you ever put this online one day? And I saw all these cheesy ones and it looked like mass marketing and ugh. And then I saw one that a friend did and it was so beta. It was so simplistic and interactive that I was like, oh, I could do that. And I, I'm going to make it as affordable as possible, like truly cheap. And um, that's what birthed it. And it totally now people all around the world are super supported in this that didn't have access. So yeah. I really encourage it. Yeah, the online class model is dope. So cool. And you guys have that already. Yeah, with, we, with, with School style. style, we moved to uh, 100% online in January of this year of it's 2019. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. And, and now everybody has access. Yeah, and it's like way less expensive for the students. Totally. We don't have to travel and we can live our lives and it's, yeah. it's amazing. All right, so let's get into some of these questions from Opulence um, that deal with sort of the origin of uh, of the issues and the blocks here that was really meaningful for me. Uh, what did your main parents and step-parents or caretakers do for a living while you were zero to 14. Uh, and parentheses, we tend to model our level of success based on our same-sex parents, sometimes the opposite, but mostly our same. Uh, <laughs> let me just tell you what I put for an answer. <laughs> it's, it's, I was like, not going to do that. There's many I'm like, I'm not saying the answer yeah. to that shit on here. But this one, you know, my... Uh, 
my mom, who I primarily lived with, was a waitress, mm-hmm. and my dad was an entrepreneur and did real estate and was very successful. And so it's funny because I was like, I always had a dad that was wealthy and a mom that was not wealthy. And, and what um, was the relationship with both? Some with my relationship with them, I was much closer with my mom when I was a kid. My dad was pretty unavailable and he was caught up in making money. Yeah, so that's there's a big reason. Yeah, he really believed that it's all about material success. And in fact, I mean, this is the root. This is my parents sometimes get pissed at me for. I try to. Oh, my poor keep, mom. She loves you. So she's going to be listening to this, but she also knows, I think she's, she's the most talented and incredible person on the planet. But, yeah. but sharing our stories is what helps people relate. And my mom, I'll share, had the most fucked up childhood ever, you know? So it's like, I think it's so important to share that vulnerability and, and Luke's mom, we think you're so cool. Yeah, no, she's amazing. Just, I have to sometimes be careful and remember my parents, you know, have a private life yeah, and they yeah. don't necessarily want to be put on blast. But, uh, but yeah, my relationship with my dad was very strained. And in fact, one of the main reasons that my parents got divorced when I was three or whatever was because my dad was really focused on making money and providing. There's your biggest block. Yeah. And he wasn't (laughs) present. And so my mom was like, "Uh, I'd like a husband. I'm out of here. I'm going to California and taking the kid. And there we went. And my dad's left heartbroken in Colorado thinking he was doing the right thing by trying to make money and he was totally probably unavailable in many ways and you know whatever. And you also witnessed that if somebody's caught up in that that they get abandoned. So there's a couple of layers there of why this is a major block for you. Interesting. Huge. So yeah, uh, and also dad, although he was very financially secure and successful, was not a happy camper. Yeah. Was very angry. So there's uh, your third block. Early in life. Yeah. And mom was, you know, pretty happy yeah. and had very little money. There's your fourth block. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I wonder how those messages played out. And then they're huge. Um, they they made you seek out a spiritual practice as well. Um in in uh surrender not surrender per se but detachment because both of those modelings and those messages in your subconscious level are like whoa what rips me away from dad is money also and like what makes him avail- unavailable is money what makes us abandon him is money um and then mom never really i don't know maybe she did eventually make but in your formative years didn't need money to be had there's so many layers there yeah and i was i was perfectly provided for when i was a kid too even though you my mom your, my the, mom didn't yeah. have a lot of money i mean she made sure that i ate and had clothes yeah, and went yeah. to school and yeah those are yeah but but the whole messaging there to your subconscious, which again, our subconscious is just our limbic brain that's looping and it is so prehistoric. <laughs> it is so prehistoric. That's why we can't access it really in a conscious state. And, you know, the beta state, we have to go into the theta, you know, or alpha, really like delta for asleep when we're really processing. Um, that's what actually brings it forward. And so like you got to see in the deep imagining when it's forward, you're like, whoa, there's that, 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 like all these things I don't really see a lot. But these questions, are so important to unblocking and unlike talk therapy don't just be like cool now I know this now you know you need to go take all of this through the daily reprogramming exercise or through reparent or through shadow so the shadow there would be like if I'm successful then people will abandon me um I will appear like I'm an asshole because money you know money makes me like 
obsessive and angry and unavailable. There's so many shadows there that need to be reintegrated into yourself to own it, to feel deserving so that you start attracting it. And same thing, like the parent modeling, um, reparent is such a great course for this because you can go back with just the specificity of money and go back and change around literally like reprogramming any of that messaging to make you empowered because right when your subconscious is forward it can't tell the difference between what's real or not real that's why neuroplasticity is so effective that you can literally like tell it suggestively almost anything and see it and it starts to create now since it's new those new neural pathways so that's why I think that this process is so, so, so important. And these questions are super important. It also explains why, why I had to stop watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Because when we're watching TV, we're in a hypnotic state. You're yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. At, at a certain point, um, I was dating someone who really liked that show and I got super into it. Yeah. It was like kind of addicted to it and binging on it. And then there's like 5 million seasons. So I never could get to the end. and like, okay, I'm done with that. You know, yeah. it's like the crack of TV. But I would watch it and I was like, oh my God, how many, I just saw like 150 human bodies get slaughtered with machetes in an hour. And eventually I was like, yeah, I can't, this is not in alignment. And you're like, now I'm desensitized. It's it's really weird, but it is, it's that, um, that your subconscious doesn't know that that's not actually happening. No, not at all. I can't tell the the difference. It's totally real to it very interesting that's why there's like if you become a real conspiracist i like you know i think that guru jagat's a huge one i love her yeah you know and yeah there's a lot of control happening through media uh, through politics through everything there's a lot of mind control going a lot of puppetry i mean it's deep and people play into it and they go heavy with it she's one of the only guests that i've had on that understood when I made a reference to chemtrail, she was like, oh, the chemtrails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, duh. <laughs> yeah, totally. Some people are just like, yeah, goes yeah. over their head or they're like, what? That's just how planes are. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. You're, you're off my show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pull fired. the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Guest, you're fired. You don't get it. Okay. And then, um, and then another question, what was the economic state of the community you grew up in, yep. especially those that uh, you were close with and identify with? Do you find yourself in... Uh, a similar economic state now how does that um how does that impact us yeah so that's really important and I really like to get into this to like uh you know I have a lot of clients who have been like first generation or their parents were first generation and this is so 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 and also just I'll get into the broadness of this as well but um I really like to say you know a number one we're a human family I'm I'm totally like about consciousness and oneness I mean, we'll we'll let you see what you answered, and I well, can break this, it down a little bit. Is this bit. where we get this, um, you know, continuation of a pattern of yeah. like old money, yeah. where you have like, oh, oh my god, this family made a bunch of money yeah. in 1840, and like every generation after that just still crushes and great. they're still rich. Why? Because they're surrounded around people who have great financial advisors. They know how to invest. They know what to do with money. Um, they already feel fully deserving and expanded in it. It's not crazy that they're the ones who continue to create wealth over and over and over again. And you want to learn how to invest and have the best financial advice, go hang out with some of your friends that come from, you know, inheritance or whatever. They're the best ones to start asking (laughs) who should be my financial. And I'm like, also huge on reading financial books. I think empowering yourself of what to do with finances once you have them is so important. Some of my favorites, Tony Robbins, his book was actually phenomenal. That's like, stop doing mutual funds and, you know, not just stocks, go into low index funds, which, you know, 
are kind of the same thing in a way, but his book was fantastic. I love the David Bach series, I think is what his name is, which is like the smart women finish rich or smart couples finish rich. Really breaks it down. It's very simple. Go get yourself a financial advisor. Put 30% away in savings. With that 30% every year, invest it. It will start to turn into a lot more money. So it's learning how to be really smart with money once you have it so that you're living off a passive income that's just continuing to, you're living off your interest eventually. But yes, that's why people in wealth continue to have cycles and cycles of wealth. It's why people who grew up in poverty continue to have cycles and cycles and cycles of poverty. Uh, what were conversations around money like, positive or negative? And because I had quite a lot of contrast between the two parents, I was looking at that. And I think, you know, it's funny because, you know, although I had one parent that had considerably more money than the other, they were both very practical and frugal about money, mm-hmm. not in like a stingy, paranoid way, but, you know, they balanced their checkbooks. They never had debt, Yeah. Um, even though one made more than the other. So it, it's funny that as I grew into adulthood, I did the exact opposite and just like completely, yeah. <laughs> completely irresponsible and careless with money from day one up totally. until quite recently in the yeah. last couple of years, finally kind of getting that spiritual lesson. But the conversations around money, I think um, on the dad side, the one that had more of it um, were very positive in terms of reinforcing. He used to always, he'd tell me to do something. I'd go, dad, I can't. And Mm -hmm. he'd say, there's no such word as can't. Like you can do anything. You can be anything. He was like a great dad in that sense. That's awesome. He wasn't like, oh, you're too dumb to ever be successful or, you know, like. (laughs) Totally, yeah. I mean, you know, he he had his issues and all that. But around money, specifically the conversations I would say were positive. And Mm -hmm. he was someone that was wealthy, but never looked down on other people at all that didn't have money or even, I mean, it was like, there was no difference between him and, his workers or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? He yeah. wasn't like a dick uh, as some wealthy people are. He wasn't an elitist. Yeah. He's very much like grassroots dude. Totally. Um, salt to the earth kind of guy. He just figured out the code. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he was so willing to play the game. It. So I was like, I don't think I got anything negative about money from that. Um, and then mom was frugal and, and responsible. And um, I think maybe there, there might've been, because they're, were a couple men in the periphery that had money and that were also jerks yeah. at the time that there There's was your fifth block. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. there was like rich dudes or dicks. Yeah, yeah, that's got to go. Yeah, yeah, and that you're like there wasn't like a positive role model uh, per se of someone with a lot of money around. And yeah, so, but um, what I would focus on even with the listeners, and maybe I should change the wording of this, what what were the subliminal messages about money that you were picking up? And mm. for you, emotional messaging, I would call it energetic messaging, is um, when you have money, you get abandoned. When you're obsessed with money, you can't show up as a dad and be present. Um, being happy means being poor. You know, there's a lot of messaging going on there subliminally and energetically that you were imprinting. That maybe I should change the wording of that question. Right. And then some people do have outright conversations that are like rich people suck because again, they're expanders and we're envious of them. We need to change that perception. But most importantly, it's what were the subliminal messages being picked up around money. Right. So even if your parents didn't verbalize, you know, their point of view about it, you're still taking in data all the time, right? If you were a woman that was programmed um, or a man, but if you were a woman, it's more, it's more common, marry well for money. That's the only way to get ahead. You know, like all of that subliminal messaging, maybe your family never said that, but that's what was being subliminally transferred to you. Uh, If you want to be a woman or a man, but a woman who is self-made and, and, you know, really makes a career of themselves. It's a block. It has to go. 
the universe is your bank that has to go. So really looking at the subliminal messaging. Next question was, uh, what was the, what was money used for survival, control, external validation, manipulation, perfectionism, status? Uh, what I got out of that was, again, two different answers on two different sides, having two, two homes kind of, you know, uh, with divorced parents and all. But I would say more so just basic survival yeah. on, uh, with the parent that had less of it. But then admittedly, as my dad's gotten older and much more enlightened, you know, we talk about such things and he spent most of his life just wanting to get richer and richer and yeah. richer because he felt inferior on the inside. Yeah, yeah. And he could be like, I own all these properties yeah. and therefore I'm worth I made something. It, yeah. yeah. And now People of course he's retired me. and you know, one of his, not if it's a regret in life, but he's like, God, I wish I would have spent way less time and energy Obsessing. trying to make money and buy yeah. shit. You know, it's about relationships and connection and things like that totally. as he's finding now he's kind of on the other, the spiritual but he, side, but right? he can have that because he achieved it. Not yeah, that yeah. you can't find that without achieving it, but for the person who's yearning and wanting, why don't you actually just achieve it so that you don't care anymore so that you can find, why not do it younger? I mean, I'm only 33. I'll be 34 next year. And all of my needs are met that way. I, I'm not in survival whatsoever anymore. And now I can ask these much bigger questions and, and actually start to lean into these much more important facets of life where I spent all of my life trying to get out of the cycle that I grew up in. And more importantly, for freedom to do anything I creatively want to do, how I want to do it, when I want to do it on nobody else's time, my way. Um, and now I get to be like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I have that. So now like what's life really about, you know? And so yeah. that goes back to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I'm, I'm actually seeing those patterns in people that I've observed that are going back now and sort of backfilling the, you know, the inner work. And for me, it's sort of, it's backwards. It's just funny. You yeah. Know? Um, and it's funny to really acknowledge, like, arguably you did all that work, obviously to get out of addiction and a lot of cycles, but yeah. you kind of did it as another form of control because of your dad and mom. You really did. You were from this exact messaging in a way. It's like, that really hurt, I'm sure, when I was that age that we abandoned dad and he had essentially emotionally abandoned us. And so because of that, I want to do opposite now that I'm on my track and I'm going to not need of anything and be in surrender. And it's another way to control not having that pain reoccur. But if we can get on the above that and we can get down in the subconscious and change that, then now our life is our own. And whatever we are projecting subconsciously we're being met with in reality. When we start to project something very different, it no longer comes into our reality. So if collectively, like I'll, I'll take accountability in this, like collectively, we as all women on a subconscious level, not a conscious level, started to go, nah, fuck it. No, I won't be catcalled anymore. I deserve this. Nobody can do that. X, Y, and Z. I'm empowered. I, there will be no glass ceiling. I can have anything that a man can have all of those barriers go collectively if women do that because it just there's nothing to be up against anymore there's no polarity so it's like i just want to say that to empower anybody no matter where you come from it does not have to be your story true freedom ultimate freedom is subconsciously creating whatever story you want in your mind and having that which is a thousand percent possible no matter where you come from where you come from how what oppression like take your real power back on a subconscious level then your whole reality outside of you changes if we all did that then so do so do the laws so do <laughs> so does the house so do politics like because there's nothing there to have inferiority or or power over anymore 
Nice. Like I said in one of my interviews in New York, uh, somebody dropped a knowledge bomb, and I was like, if that mic wasn't 200 bucks, I'd ask you to drop it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. But then we could be abundant and just buy a new one. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) Slam that shit on the floor. Totally. Um, Well, I I, want to cover a couple more of these questions. I'm not going to do them all, you know, because we don't have time to do that yeah. and it's not necessary and I want to get into more stuff. But uh, one of them was, were you put down or inferior because you didn't have money? That's huge. So right? huge. This one's maybe one of the biggest I questions. wanted to throw that one in there because I was like, whoa, yeah, that's a big one. So shame is at the root of every block we have subconsciously. It's always shame. You can break down this, that, pain, yada, yada. It all comes back to shame. And what does shame create? It creates the shadow. So it means that we reject an aspect of ourselves that either we were unlovable for or we witnessed other people being unlovable for. We literally get rid of it and create this ego shell in order to hopefully be accepted in love and life because it's so painful being shamed. It is so painful. And um, poverty or money or even, you know clients and wealth I've had who would be shamed if they lived in a town and they were the only wealthy people then it's like a different form of shadow and hiding to just be accepted and have equity and be oneness you know that's all what we're all really seeking at the end of the day if we we all just want to be loved and accepted for who we are authentically so wherever we have shadow or shame around money, that's a great roadmap to learn how we are actually trying to manifest exterior things to make us happy, rather than going from our core, like I said before, where it's just an expression, or it's going to give me the root of freedom, we can lie to ourselves. But if we don't address our shame around finances, and integrate own that power again, through the shadow workshop, it, we're literally blocking money from coming through because we're not living in our whole most worthy authentic selves. That's where true magnetism lies. So it's a really big one to start to really get honest with ourselves consciously, but most importantly, subconsciously and shift it wherever there was shame around money. That's interesting because the shame can go both ways. Totally. You know, like I, People forget that. I don't think I ever had shame about having too much money. <laughs> but I, I, I remember uh, at times when I was a kid, I would have, um, you know, a couple of friends that were from a wealthy family or whatever that I went to school with. And I would go over to their house after school and I'd be like, oh, my God, these guys are ballers. Yeah. They have a sick house. And they'd be like, let's go over to your house, Luke. Yeah. And I was like, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, where's Missy's, you know, like I would avoid having certain little rich friends come over to my apartment because I felt they would judge me and I was embarrassed about it or whatever, you know. And so uh, it's funny, I actually just had a connection. I was thinking about that when you were talking. And ever since I've been out on my own at 19 years old as an adult, I've always had a really nice place. And I love like, I don't know, I'm just, I like nice design and I like it too, but I just had this connection. I was like, oh, I've never had like a super shitty place. I I always want to have people come in and be like, damn, wow, this place is dope. Like that's right. It's like your dad where it's like, oh, cool. People respect me. And I'm, I'm, what we're really saying is like, okay, cool. I'm lovable now. Cool. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Wow. You're, you're good. You really, you really get in there at this stuff. So, um, all right. So we start to. I have a, a bunch of those other questions. I'm going to leave them be because I want to kind of put a nice bow on this. So we're uncovering really the subconscious blocks here. And we're looking at all the different ways in which we're stuck because of things that were imprinted on us by our environment and our experiences as we've come up. Yeah. And that these things are operational at a subconscious level. 
and that no matter how many positive affirmations I do, I still have to get in and look at that nasty stuff and embrace that shadow and all those old beliefs and cobwebs in order to actually have those positive affirmations, thoughts, and feelings actually become true. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Is that, is that kind of the deal? Absolutely. And like the biggest takeaway for everybody is the whole pursuit of this work, um, that is, is totally different than, you know, traditional manifestation work is to become subconsciously worthy, to become subconsciously deserving. That is the magnetic pull. So it's nothing about being positive, speaking your life into existence, your vision boards. Um, I, I demystify all of that for you. The fast track is to become subconsciously deserving and to go and expand so that there's space for it to come through. Those are the biggest takeaways out of this. So, um, and that goes for everything. Today's episode was money, but that goes for a relationship, that goes for a career, that goes for shifting careers, it goes for if you want a house, like it really is applicable, the formula to every single thing you're manifesting in the physical plane and also a lot of energetic things as well. And so if we're able to discover and discern what those blocks are subconsciously and we can bring them to light and bring them conscious, then you talked earlier about putting ourselves in this hypnotic state where then we can undo those. Yeah. Uh, How does, I mean... You're literally rewiring a different... So, you you know, and you do that. I listened to one today and I got to say, I was was pretty amped up. I took a bunch of qualia today and I got... (laughs) pretty freaking hyper um yeah i gotta tone it down a little on that but uh anyway i was like in a rush to kind of prep for the episode and stuff and i wanted to do some of this work so we'd really have something meaty to dig into and i laid on the floor in my office and i put on headphones and i listened to your voice and i went through the thing and then i did the writing afterward and i was like oh my god i'm hella relaxed i don't know you had some binaural beats on that (laughs) shit or what was going on but like I know when I'm put in that theta yeah. um, spot and it immediately did that. Into sympathetic, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, if someone, for whatever reason, was finded your, you finds your course inaccessible or they don't relate yeah. or they're a guy or whatever the yeah. case may be, like how can someone kind of do that work on their own and find these blocks and how can how can I hypnotize myself if I'm not listening to your voice as I did today? Yeah, or- um, I've tried so many different methods. And truthfully, we're putting out a course in December where I give people other options, other quicker ones, just subconscious different ways to reprogram. I've tried a lot of things. It's It's kind of what just works for you. I have some friends who are like, I'll journal. The real problem is, is like, I do encourage do it alongside the workshop because the workshop's designed in a way to make you get the quickest to the root of something. But if you're not connecting with the deep imagining is what I call my hypnotic process, you can go try NPL or NLP. You can go try all sorts of things exist out there that um, some friends get super hypnotic journaling is one of their things. Trying to think of the other successful ways. Uh, EMDR is very successful for this work. I myself will break down things, do the DRE, and then be like, I want to get this out of my body when it's a deep groove. And I'll go to my therapist and do EMDR with her. I will say I've taught myself how to do it. I'm just really quick. So I've taught myself how to do my own EMDR um, after so many sessions. But I do prefer doing it with someone else because it does take me deeper. Um, what are some other ones that people really like? Yeah, those are some tools there That's that cool. people can try you know it's really whatever's working for you and, and yeah that's my biggest I just want people manifesting just yeah, manifest you can have what you want you deserve what you want if you get aligned with that on the subconscious level it's it's interesting because you know at the core of of these 
limitations that we have, you know, as you've said, is is shame, right? And these preconceived ideas, these these traumas, these things that have been sort of implanted in us. And um, it is difficult to just get rid of them on your own. Like, yeah. in other words, like, how do you get more self-love and self-respect? And some people on the sort of surface level be like, oh, go get a massage. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. self-care, self-love. And I'm like, yeah, I still walk out of a massage and feel like a loser because yeah. I got a parking ticket yeah, or yeah. whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been working a lot the last year and a half on just my own worth. And I'm I'm sitting oh, here thinking as yes. I'm talking to you, I'm like, well, how did I do that? I don't really know. I yeah. think I... Yeah, there's faces and there's layers too. It's funny. And some people get really quick, like I'm at a place now with my team and we're putting out this album next year that's just about like reinforcement of neuroplasticity. So it's not even about unblocking. And we're doing it in tandem because we're doing a 30-day challenge right now for all of November um, for everybody to do the DRE every single day and see what happens. And it's crazy. Like when you do it in group and together, people are like, whoa, holy fuck, stuff's happening so quickly for me. But the reinforcement aspect rather than the unblocking is like Superman power of what that does. It's so crazy. And for me, when I get into the process enough, I have like, luckily, I guess the gift of energetics of understanding what's happening at all times. But at this point, it's so quick for me, I, I hardly ever have to really do, I'll, I'll know when I have to do the deep imagining. And the other things I'll know when it's just like visualizing it, not visualizing what I want, but visualizing in a hypnotic state, something coming out of my body and popping it being like, that's no longer my story. Like, the littler things that won't take, that don't have those deep grooves. Right. So it's just like layers of also passing tests or walking through our fears does this very quickly for us. It grows our self-worth very fast. And that's just like conscious and actionable. So wherever we're afraid and then we just do it and we realize that we don't die or, you know, the world doesn't end, then we've just built our self-worth up a little bit more. So there's a lot of conscious ways we can be doing different aspects of this work. Right. That's interesting because I do that a lot. Pretty much any time I realize I'm a little bit afraid of something, I just make myself do it. That's magnetism. Like, I torture myself constantly yeah. by just like, hmm, I'm nervous about that. Ah, just jump in. Just do you know, it. I that, do that will yeah. create instant magnetism for someone. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm I, I'm trying to unpack for myself. Like, how did I, I've come really far in the past Watch year and a half. Watch your patterns. That's what you'll know. Like, it's really going back. And I'm like, wait, what did I do? And I guess it is it is some of those things, you yeah. know. And also having boundaries, I think. That's huge again. Has been pure magnetism. That's been um, a big part of coming to like and accept myself more and also spending a lot more time alone. That's huge. And and sinking into that. Like sinking into that loneliness and uncomfortable feeling of not having... It's facing another fear. Others to distract you or whatever, just being like, huh, wow, yeah, yeah, my life is this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius, so there's times like when I'm up at the retreat house, I won't see anybody in a week and I'll just be in the mountains like by myself. I love it. So... But I'm also just like channeling all the time and tapping in deeper. But I could go so long without, I love not being around anyone. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I'm just sort of growing into that. It's so powerful. But I think it was, it was necessary to be able to like, again, it's sort of like walking through fears, but walking through feelings of being uncomfortable and having the impulse, like, oh, I'm going to text the homies. Like who wants to go get a burger? And it's like, "Mm, no. It's a new level of worth. Yeah. It's like, no, let me just be with what this uncomfortable feeling is until it becomes comfortable and normal. And then, I don't know, it's funny to watch like 
uh, also watch neediness sort yeah. of dissipate. And it's like, yeah, it's nice when people are around or it'd be nice to be in a relationship, but it's also nice to just chill and yeah. kick it with Cookie. One of the, um, I know, <laughs> who wouldn't want to just hang out with her the whole time? That, One of the... Um, I didn't do that for a long time. It, it was almost a year and a half when I got her on my latest mission of, of self-discovery. And then I, once I felt really comfortable with myself, then I got the dog. And look at it so reflective. She's so happy and you guys both have such good, like you guys have a give and take that's not communicated as well. That's really wonderful. Yeah. But back to what you were saying, which is really important for people to understand with magnetism, there are four pillars of magnetism. We have roadmaps on these. One's totally in your authenticity, meaning you're not doing an ego dance when you're around people and, you know, like, oh my God, will they like me? What do I do? How do I be cool? How do I present? That's like, I, what I did was essentially I surveyed my top five most magnetic clients to be like, what do, they're so different, but what do they have in common? And it was these four pillars. Ooh, cool. And so that's one of them, uh, pure authenticity. So we have a roadmap that takes you totally through, um, like, it's like if you're working with someone, it's like three months, week by week, what to do in the conscious state, what to do in the unconscious state to reinforce each other so that it's a lot quicker. So it's authenticity integrated, meaning really fully dealing with your shadow, like totally own owning your power, um, expanded. So it's what we talked about with the eight people and expanders. But what you were touching on, which is, I would argue the one that aside from authenticity that makes you the most magnetic is called free. And it's one that I luckily, because my parents were so good at this, they taught me where you don't settle for anything less than your worth. You don't need anything. You don't need anyone. Like there's a level of power to that. And it's not like to be powerful. It's literally the sense of not needing anyone or anything, knowing that our worth is above the most, you know, like the utmost standard and not settling for anything less than it. It's what helps you learn how to really pass tests. So like, let's say when you're calling in a partner and I say the shiny objects come through that are so emotionally unavailable and you being like, I know something better is coming. Like that, that level. Totally. That's magnetism. Yeah. So you learning. I've experienced that a bit. And also recently. just what you've been doing for the last year of like, yeah. no, I'm going to sit with my, like you've been consciously teaching yourself the free pillar of ma magnetism. Wow. I didn't even know I was doing that. I'm yeah. A lot of the shit that I do, I just, it's intuitive. I, I just make it up. See, you know I mean? but you're so I'm intuitive just, at this point. You live yeah. your life so intuitively. Yeah. Well, it's true. And then, and then once it works, then I'm able to share it with other people, you know, which is obviously yeah. what you've done and, you yes, know, exactly. created these form, I mean, these insane, like amount of formula it's so weird right That's, yeah it's cool because i'm always thinking how does she come up with all this stuff and it's like well you do it and then you go it's, it's oh, exactly a, it's self-experimentation yeah, yeah. yeah and i took like i dropped the old new age model of manifestation at 25 because it was like man this doesn't really ever like little things come through and stuff but when i started to notice really fucking kismet things were coming through like partners on my list with long long blonde surfer hair and parisian moms or like a 300 apartment in park that has all the things i was like okay i'm powerful and something's happening here and it's never in those ways so i need to watch what do i do when that results in that so i started to learn my own personal patterning and i started to honor the gift that i have that i can read energetics so that's all it was was just self-discovery i would argue that i've been put on the planet to do this like i had to live through everything i've lived through in order to understand and have um 
empathy for every individual on the planet. Like when I work with someone, I like to say that I'm trying to unblock to be literally nothing, not one label. So, and this just, I, what preempted that is that when I work with people, I become fully neutral. It's like, you could be a mass murderer who just got out of incarceration, who is now wanting to manifest. And I'd be like, cool, I'll help you. And there's not one judgment. I'm going to show you how to do that. Um, or the mother Teresa. So I'm totally empty of judgment because I don't put labels on them or anyone. And I also try to unblock that in myself. So that like, it's just, self-exploration and it's like my own form of science it's so bizarre and that's what you're doing you do that as well and that's why the guides came through to be like why hasn't he put his own thing out there yeah. may it be teaching may it be a product i don't well, know what that it's is funny that you uh that you mentioned that earlier in the kitchen there because i had a, a plan you mm -hmm. know for my brand that's <laughs> funny see look you don't believe <laughs> no, it no no the brand it's just funny the brand like oh i'm a brand it's just it's funny yeah. to me that's funny um i'm not being self-deprecated it's just like i'm trying to find a word for like that thing and i can never I come know, up I'm with like a better that, one like coach and things i hate those words yeah, which we talked so, about all um, last time but as i you know i started the podcast and Honestly, just for the podcast, I just wanted to get into this industry and I wanted to do it as quickly as possible. And I had no credibility or a name in the health and wellness and spirituality and stuff. So, I mean, quite transparently, I'll just say that I know that I'm decent at talking to people yeah. and having conversations that are informative and inspiring, hopefully. Uh, and so I thought, well, if I'm going to make content, that would be the one I could do most consistently and probably, uh, the best platform the for best, you. Yeah. It was the best thing. I'm not going to write a blog. Videos are pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do the podcast. Nobody tunes into all of them as much anymore. But my anyways. goal was never, oh, I'm going to be a podcaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah, not yeah. a fucking podcaster. I have a way bigger vision. Yeah. And I, and I do and did have a plan. There's different phases of this thing I'm building and it cool. you know, takes two or three years yeah. to kind of get to the different phases. And so there's been the coaching phase of yeah. working with people one-on-one -on -one and yeah. and on and on. And what I recently have found is just like, hmm, what am I the, you know, the most happy doing? Even the types of shows that I'm the most yeah. happy doing. And it's really more in the realm of spirituality than the physical health. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm into... I don't know about you, Luke, but yeah. like who, somebody who had major endocrine issues, like I can almost say that I feel like I've been healing them almost totally with my mind as well as intuitive eating, like getting away from all of this stuff. I'm so curious. We should have a talk about that one day on some other thing. Yeah. Well, when you come on mine. Well, here, here's the thing. There's two, there's two sides to this. One is that. I'm just a super geek and I love all the gadgets yeah, and supplements yeah, and yeah. herbs. And I'm I do just, too. I have the Biomat and the yeah, sauna and all I'm the things. Just, yeah. I would, I don't know if addicted might be a strong word, but definitely like very passionate yeah, and passionate. borderline obsessed about all this stuff. <laughs> it's just fun. I like seeing what different stuff does to you yeah. basically and just kind of being a guinea pig. Uh, but really the, the, the purpose of all the physical stuff and all the biohacking for me is just to have enough physical energy so that you can get the download uh, to do what you're supposed to do. It's, it's your way to challenge. It's a means to an end. It's uh, just, I have to feel like fucking crazy amounts of physical energy and wellness and clarity uh, in order to do my spiritual mission. I see. I see. So it's like fine tuning the vehicle of the meat suit okay, so that yeah. it can drive as as far as you need it as to go. far and as fast and as powerfully as i need it to go so that makes sense it's never about like 
it's just a step in yeah, getting yeah. there. But a lot of people that are on the journey that get into biohacking and yeah. health and stuff, they think like that's the be all end all. Yeah. Like, oh, if I'm in keto, I'll be happy. I'm yeah. like, dude, yeah. you're not going to get there with a the supplement. Yeah, totally, totally. But it's also hard to be a great person and be loving out in the world when you feel like shit and Absolutely. you're sick and you have autoimmune and Absolutely. Lyme. Absolutely. I mean, if I don't get enough sleep, I'm like eighty percent more yeah. of a dick. You same, know what I mean? same. It's like, awful. Yeah, it's you know I can quantify it very, very clearly. And so, um, where I've been in in the career is like, oh, I really love you know um, teaching elements of Kundalini yoga and meditation and just uh, addiction recovery. Totally. And just, I mean, I've managed to overcome by the grace of God so, so many gnarly things in my life. Totally. I have a lot to offer in that area and just helping people become free of their mind. I know how to do it. Like you have a roadmap for this. Totally. I have a roadmap for becoming free. That's see, that's that's incredible yeah. that you have that that side of patterning. But because the show is largely about health and stuff like that, yeah. I sort of get asked to do a lot of talks on yeah. that and, and things like that. I'm like, yeah. it's fun and it's more novelty for me. Yeah. The real stretch for me is to show up with none of that bullshit and yeah. just be like hey let's talk about god yeah how yeah, about like, that you let's know get down right yeah so recently i made a decision i was like i'm i'm done like getting my pigeonholing myself into this one thing and then then i've struggled like as a brand kind of well am i this guy or am i that guy and i finally just decided i'm both oh fantastic that's my thing this is what i mean by subconscious clarity because yeah. things are going to start coming through now that are both yeah and i had this idea like well no you have to be like the health no, guy same, and like, do the paleo effects and bulletproof conference and, and you're that dude and you do all the devices and all the herbs and all the things or you stop all that and you become a, like mr mindfulness yes, guy yes. and i I'm, for those not watching, I'm making the yeah, yeah. the mudra hands yeah. um, as the Instagram meditator. That's your you know? same polarity of a block too and, and money. You know, it's funny. Right, right. So Which I you're just, a Scorpio. I mean, this isn't crazy. That's so I, polarizing. Very much so. Yeah. And so I just, I kind of just recently made peace with that. I went, no, I'm just going to do both things. And that's great. I'll be the first guy that's like crushing it on both levels. Yes. How powerful is that? And I have to interject that it's also not kismet that, you made that like that conscious sub subconscious I'll say that subconscious um clarity things in love are feeling really good and that we are now having this conversation and money because it, it what it does show me energetically is all of that's going to start coming through too if you get clear on it and unlocked period it's not even a question it'll happen 1000% Yes. So do Brad, it. <laughs> there's, I see the house in Topanga Canyon. There right you now. go. Oh. Yes. No, it's no longer the lights in the hills. It's <laughs> yeah, Topanga. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm looking to next. Well, I'm very specific about where I want to be. Me and too. I think that's the most logical next step. Uh, but anyway, to, to summarize the experience that I recently had from just finding a vision uh, and a way to integrate that. Well, I already can book myself on all these health conferences and all that stuff. Yeah. That's kind of like they no like the way I do that. But to really step out, the real scary move for me was to do like a, my first workshop <gasps> that's just, I'm not talking about anything health related, yeah. just like, boom, let's yes. dive like right into mind, into ego, into the metaphysical yeah. realm. And I recently, um, you know, made myself do the scary thing. I emailed Guru Jagat yeah. actually, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in New York, no pressure, but yeah. maybe I could do something at Rama. Dude, she emailed me yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like in 60 seconds. Totally. She's like, all she said was 1000% team yeah. make it happen. And there was like eight girls. 
on CC, it. Yeah, yeah, you know? like eight beautiful girls <laughs> yeah, in white. Yeah, we're like making yeah, that happen. Yeah, her amazing yeah. team of wizard women. Totally. You know? And they were like, cool, boom, here's the date, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. it was just done. And then I was sort of like, oh, shit, what now do I do? Now you have to step up. Yeah. This but, is why you we're having this. I can tell you, this is why we're having this conversation. It's, it's, all, it's all starting to happen. You're starting to step up. And st- that's why... I don't want to wake up at 2 a.m., okay? Like, pure, guides, <laughs> if you could let me. <laughs> Say it me. now. The floor is yours. Yeah, but this is why they woke me up to have this conversation. I mean, obviously, this conversation came about a couple of days ago, but clearly a message had to come through to you. Clearly, you're supposed to be doing this work right now. Uh, it's all in motion. They're just needing you to be like, get clear, feel deserving, stop being in polarity about like, oh my God, am I bad if I have it? Or can I, you know, get clear because we're ready to give this to you. That's all, that's all that's going on. So you're, you are already taking all of the perfect steps. Now it's time on a subconscious level to get very expanded and get very unblocked because you have a magnetism savings account happening right now. So it's, 2019, it's, exciting. It, this is a funny episode, Lacey. I know, like, poor, your poor listeners. I, know, I kind of feel like a jerk because it's like all about me. I, I, I think people can resonate with yeah, so I, much that's said. You know, here, I don't, it, is, it is what it is. This is the way I roll sometimes. I mean, it's even when I interview someone about health, I mean, I'm like, hey, I'm having this issue. Like, let's fix it. Yeah. And, Hopefully others are having that, and obviously they are, but... Money, I can guarantee that about yeah. 90% of the people here are like, yes, thank you for, you know, initiating this conversation. We yeah. feel just the same. Yeah. Uh, so to to finish the story of the, the latest chapter and how yeah. this is unfolding, so they were like, yes, 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 do the thing. And I was like, oh, God, what thing? I don't yeah. you know. I was like, I got a workshop. <laughs> They're like, we need a name. And I said, the high love experience. Perfect. And they're like cool send us a description i'm like i don't know what it is yet yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then i made my description i know i know exactly what it is and you it's do. funny I, I opened up evernote and i gave myself a yes. three-hour window and i was like part one do 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 do, do. <gasps> mantra here breath work here ding do, do, ding 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 and it was like amazing and flawless totally and then the night Bef- no, the day I did, I never that didn't even look at it again. I made yeah. a Spotify playlist. So you're channeling. And the day I did it, I was like, wait, I didn't really time the Kriyas and the things. And yeah. all. I was like, it's I can't go I've overtime. I've had like three hour workshops there before that I've done. <laughs> yeah. so I don't think they care. <laughs> well, it, then I, I actually did time it out. And yeah. then I added it up on my phone calculator so that it was three hours and it was exactly three hours. Perfect. And I went and did the thing. People laughed, people cried, which was my goal. Great. And um, and then I ended at 10 p.m. Boom. Like long time sun out. Done. And it was yeah, it was freaking flawless. That's and, so fantastic. And Luke. I had the most profound experience doing it. And the people there, I mean, I'm not to toot my own horn, but they were pretty f- fucking psyched. Yeah. Like it was a powerful experience. It's such a great community, too. It was a powerful experience. Dude, I'm yeah. so excited for it was you. Rad. So then, yeah, then the vision was like, oh, it doesn't, I don't have to be either or. Nope. And I don't even have to do shit that's either or. I can just do my own things yes. and bring it all in. Uh, 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 um, yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do retreats. Let's go to Costa Rica. Cool. Come hang out for 10 days and we're going to like learn all the things. Totally. And go full And biohack on. if we want. Like yeah. whatever. Yeah. All that. So. Oh my God. I'm so excited for 2019 for yeah, you. I, I cannot too. wait what happens. This, this is what gets me. I'm like, like a little hobbit. I'm like, <laughs> so much is coming. And this conversation is, you know, uh, the next pivotal point it's in that. It's going to push because, it into higher and I'm And you. I'm getting into doing your work. I mean, I already did, you know, day one, one of the, yeah, day one. I will one say today. it's important to revisit. So like three months after you finish, revisit. And also okay. any block you're coming up against right now, Luke, because the universe does have things it wants to give you. You just need to, to be able to receive it, meaning having space and feeling unblocked about it. So 
any of those blocks you discover in this workshop, please take them through the daily reprogramming exercise until you feel like, cool, no, I feel really deserving now on a subconscious level of that. Um, because it's not a coincidence that all this is going down. I can, if we were in session, I would be like, (laughs) yes, (laughs) like it's time right now is the time. Cool. So I'm excited for you. What a, what a great experience. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. you have a course. What's the course that's coming out in yes. December? Because it's I, a good one. I think we're actually getting this out in time for people. Like, oh, I really hope so because like, yeah, this is so important for next year. Sometimes people are, you know, they come on the show and they have a book or a thing. Yeah, and it comes out three months later. Yeah, and I they've mean it's fine. It. Like it doesn't matter. No, but. I think we're. I think I think we're good for whatever you reached out to me about. Cool. Um, yeah. So just. <laughs> Tell us what you've got going yes. on. So those um, eclipses. Because I'd love for other people to have the experience that I'm having today. Oh, totally. Yeah. And which you can arrive at with any of the workshops as well. But this one specifically, I'm really stoked on because after the eclipses, I don't know about you guys, but like everybody I talked to felt like they had just been knocked off by a wave, right? Because we're asking to be shifted into our most aligned selves. So a lot of people went through rock bottoms. I mean, I've, I see it all over the Facebook group. I was seeing it, you know, in the workshops. And so when were the eclipses? as you speak of they were like they finished up in like august and september i went through a rock bottom like a lot of people i know basically a really important message i saw that there was a really irresponsible backlash happening to rock bottoms that people do not understand about manifestation because they've been taught you know this new age rhetoric the first thing I want to say is the universe never punishes you. It never, it's always here to guide you. It'll guide you through tough love if you're not growing your worth quick enough and something is really wanting to connect with you. That's all that's happening with a rock bottom. The universe is like, fuck, dude, you've been asking for this thing. I have it here for you right now. You're not growing your worth quick enough. So I'm going to earthquake you out of the nest to get you into your authentic self. People take it as like, oh my God, I've been in a negative vibration. So that's why this terrible thing's coming through. That's not what's happening. So I was like, I have to put a course out so people can understand how to dance with these energetics. Because when you do, the most amazing things connect with you that you've been asking for. For instance, mine, the book agent came through, the book deal came through, the better contractor came through that I couldn't seem to find for far, you know, for a better price to stay within my budget of remodeling this house. So many things have materialized because I knew how to dance with it. So I was like, so we were putting out a shame course. <laughs> Cookie's like really, really getting an itch right now for anybody listening <laughs> next to me. So I was putting out this course for just rock bottoms, but I was like, oh, I want everybody to benefit from this because we go through many of these cycles in one year. So it's going to be basically like three workshops in one that's called up level. So it's for the rock bottomer who's just been literally like, whether it's the worst breakup of your life, all of a sudden, whether it's like a financial despair, you just lost your job like whatever like you were bullied something happened where you're like holy fuck what just happened to me so that's one of the things inside of it there's also going to be the one called for the rut it's the person who's just like cannot get out of the cycle cannot get out of the rut you know they can't see the light Um, that's a very specific energetic dance with the universe as well and then there's one for the person who's magnetic and manifesting but they're like I want to take this to the next level so we have it for three people in one all of us ish tend to move through all of those so I wanted it to be something that people could revisit when they're in any space because the energetics are so specific and they're so different than what's out there that's like negative positive all these things um because if you harness it correctly 
so much magic happens. So that launches on December 26th. It's called Up Level. Um, so if anybody's in any of those situations, which I would argue everybody's in all of those or one of them, um, this is for you. It's going to be great. And it's all video. So it's really cool. And video, like there will be three new subconscious reprogramming exercises in it. There's going to be like great prompts in it, all sorts of really wonderful stuff. Is that so. what you were shooting today? Yeah, I know yeah. I shot the teaser today. Oh, okay, So cool. we're putting the teaser up this Monday. Oh, cool. Yeah, people are already you. asking for it. We're like, <laughs> so we're really excited oh, for that Oh, good for you. One. That's awesome. Yeah, and then we have a new rebrand that's starting January 1st. It's going to be very cool. A new model of how we're doing our business, which is going to be super cool. And then as of around March, the house opens. So we're going to start holding residencies and wow. retreats. And That's amazing. How I know. Cool. We're like creating this incredible <laughs> mecca of community that we can unlock together like i like to call us the freest like become the freest subconscious non-labeled empowered deserving to have anything we want on the planet that's so smart too because i think there's there's really something uh powerful about full immersion where you take a group of people away from life you know i've done so many transformative workshops and retreats and things like that and you walk away a different person totally a different person yeah. especially yeah, it's by osmosis by being in nature yeah um feeling supported turning being able to ask off. questions turning your phone <laughs> off which i, I did yeah. this thing last year called the hoffman process up in yes Napa. i remember yeah yeah and it's, it's so funny <laughs> because it's following me everywhere really everywhere people are like i was at the hoffman all my podcast guests are like well when i did the hoffman and really yeah That's it's funny. everywhere I, I should just go do I it i only knew one person that had even heard heard of it at the time when wow. I did it and the person that recommended it to me yeah but it was it was good it's powerful but it, you know it's just it's not going to solve everything but it's yeah. it's one of the stepping stones where you dig a little bit deeper and you know more is revealed and... yeah all of that stuff and um it wouldn't have been the same if it was like at the fucking LAX Sheridan <laughs> and I you know I drove there every day at 8 a.m or whatever yeah like you're, be, you're immersed yeah to be out in the woods first day they're like cool where's your phone I was like no oh, oh yeah no yeah and just and watching the withdrawal all of the phone and outside contact and all that Huge. stuff. So I'm excited for you. That's awesome. I know. We're so stoked. You'll have to come or you'll have to teach this new hey, listen, thing there. Absolutely. That's amazing. I'm all yeah. for going away from the city. I <laughs> for, know. For any, it only takes like the slightest invitation. It's out of a city. Okay, let's sure, do it. Sure. I'll be there getting spring water. Oh like, my God. Yeah. My own spring Ooh, water. yeah. You probably we have, have a, spring. a creek. Really? Yeah. I would be curious to see if you find I, a good spring. I bet there's a spring around. It's so rad. There's a three-mile hike literally out the back door that takes you down to a, a massive river. And three miles after that, you're in Yosemite Park. So it's wow. like or five miles after that. So it's like I had no idea that I was always drawn to this area. But you literally, as the bird flies, you when you drive, you have to go like all the way around. It's 45 minutes to get to the park. But yeah. as the bird flies, it's literally like 10 miles out of the backyard wow. into Yosemite. It's oh, incredible. Amazing. So there's definitely a spring somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And if there is, I'll find it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming back to join me and uh, very fortuitous timing yeah. for hopefully a lot of our listeners, but definitely for me. And that's, I assume people getting ready for the new it's, year. You know, it's the be- I was joking earlier about feeling selfish for like making a show so personal. But listen, man, 
I set up all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no one's here setting up all my lights and all these devices. It is such I'm like, a thing. It's amazing. I, speaking of being deserving, I'm thinking like I actually do deserve to get some yeah. one-on-one sort of um, you know coaching, as it were, because goddamn man, I work hard on this yeah. show. You know, so it's so true. I deserve to benefit too, but I'm I'm sure other people really have because the way you approach things is very different from a lot of the stuff that's out there. Yeah, I basically of, was like, what didn't work for me? What yeah. does? Here's what I know. I want to ask you one thing, and I don't know if you can say this because you don't want to be disparaging towards someone who's kind of in your realm, but I recently read a book by Jen Sincero called You're a Badass at Making Money. Yeah. I really liked that book. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of like kicked me off into the current space that I'm in about rethinking all of that. Yeah, that you're capable of having what you want. I really dig it too. On a manifestation level, I'll just say that there's still a lot of superstitions in it. You know, there's still a lot of like, if you stay in the the thought process and all of that, which I think it's just people not knowing that you can harness everything by being whole and accepting your negativity. And because that's what, that's the real fast track. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really respect the work she's doing and empowering writers. And I think it's so cool. I just feel like if you throw all the superstition away and just get down to the brass tacks, it's a pretty super speeded um way to get there whatever way you want to take just uh don't feel like you have to get caught up in um if we keep thinking like this i'll have it one day if i visualize this it'll come one day if i speak of this and i buy into that it'll happen like whatever whatever method is is resonating with you uh make sure that you are really engaging with what's showing up in your life that you don't like and the feelings you don't like because they are your quickest roadmap in order to get what you do like boom that's what i think love it thank you for the feedback yeah um so once again, you've taught me so much here today, oh, Lacey. I'm so grateful. Who have, and you've taught me. Who have been three teachers or teachings that you might um, share with the audience that they can go check out? Yeah, last time I forget. I think I said Guru Jagged and some other people. Um, I'm really into, and I may mispronounce his name right now, but Dr. Martini. Don't know. Are you familiar? You would love to really? have him on. Dr. Yes. Martini. Okay. Um, I'm just like getting into his stuff and it's all about a value system of how to delegate literally anything in your life that aren't your core values. Oh, I need though. this. Yeah. Oh, you will <laughs> love this. He's like my expander right I need, now. I need that. It, talk about like next level boundaries with yourself to be as most the most productive. He's like the biohacker of like your time. That's oh amazing. my God. I need that. I just, um, I just read a book called Essentialism. Yeah. I, um, my creative uh consultant was reading that oh, essentialism. Yeah? Yeah. yeah and that was a similar kind of thing like and i was like okay yeah 95 of the shit i do everything totally. someone else could be doing starting with or yeah. doesn't move the, the the needle you know that i'm really looking to move in terms of the long term so that's cool i'm gonna look up this what is his name demart i think it's dr demartini okay. i forget his first name on it super well, inspiring like you know basically ran away from home at 13 became a surfer like made hitchhike to california then you you know, was like a surfer in Hawaii and was like majorly dyslexic. And basically he was, who was his name? Braggs, like Briggs or Braggs, like the fucking apple cider vinegar. Yeah. He went to watch him and, and the one, liquid aminos. And yeah. the aminos. Yeah. He went to watch him uh, speak and something about it resonated so deeply. And he basically went onto this path. And yeah, he has a really amazing system. And I'm like, I love this system. Cool. So he's one right now. Who are some others lately that I've been so enamored by? Um, 
God, again, this is like the question you asked me earlier where I'm so present and in the moment, it's hard to go back on to me. I get it. What that's are, what happens when someone says, like, what's your favorite band? You I know, know like, that's a really top hard Top 10 one. Desert Island albums. I'm like, um, I, can't, I literally can't think of one music artist that I like. You know who mm-hmm. I never give enough credit to in this? My mom and dad, I have to say, actually, at this point in time, mm-hmm. they really made me understand this manifestation technique because um, even though they were young and, you know, such an unplanned pregnancy, they're both such badasses. Even, like, what my mom struggles with addiction, but she still is, like, <laughs> like talk about boundaries she's like even when i told her that we were rebranding she's so funny she's like i've got a name for what you should rebrand it to www.gofuckyourself.com she does not give a shit she's a libra that is like so authentic does not need anything you know so she really taught me that free pillar and then my dad he's an Aquarius and like so creative such a dreamer I do have to say that every caretaker in my family um, and I do say this for women who might be struggling with a glass ceiling I notice in my clientele women who identify like very strongly as like you know aggressive or like really wanting to help other women most of the time they weren't empowered by a father who they weren't parented empowered by a father who said you can do anything have anything and be equal to anyone and I luckily did have that in a father and a mother and a grandmother and an aunt and an uncle and a lot of mom's boyfriends like everybody reflected that back to me for the most part Um, so I really just want to tell people who may go through the reparenting course whatever gender you identify with but namely women who feel like they are limited in glass ceilings or women's rights um, here in America at least and it's it's transferable to kind of anywhere you need to go reparent the father wound you need to reparent yourself into believing you can have absolutely anything you want be equal to absolutely anybody you want and I will say this namely like Again, I created a business out of thin air and I'm an over earner out of every male in my family, every family member I have. I've completely created something that's my gift, my talent. So it's like, I have to give them a lot of credit for empowering me in those ways. Um, And my dad would be the person who he used to say this because even though I was like young and like a scruffy kid on a ranch and, you know, all all this stuff, I had these two cousins that I grew up with that were like brothers who are magical, but they were kind of very helicoptered and in the city and, you know, parents who really, really looked after everything for them. And my dad was like, you will always, you will be able to do anything you want and survive in any situation because you're so independent. So he really taught me all these really key teachings that I'm I'm now teaching a lot in my work you know so I have to give them a lot of credit for being my teachers in really magical ways and they're always chic they're always cool yeah there's just a lot there that I'll, I'll give them that that hat today well there you go yeah I appreciate that and I I would agree in my own experience too you know yeah. it takes a while it takes getting a little bit older and wiser and having that perspective totally to be able to see that you know yeah. when most kids are 18 or something you're like f my parents yeah. they ruined my life totally <laughs> yeah and later on it's like oh no it was just perfect it was they were they were our soul chose it like the exact experience we're having i have that too and thankfully 
close to both my parents and very grateful for that too. Awesome. And I learned so much. So thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, so in, uh, in closing, where can we find you on social media, URLs, anywhere you want to yeah. send people to listen to that we can put in the show notes for you? It all kind of depends at what time of the year you're hearing this. But if it is before January 1st, you can find us at freeandnative.com on Instagram at freeandnative. And we have a very secret fun new name that's coming out. Um, yeah. And then our Facebook group is called the secret society. <laughs> uh, and then I have, I'm on YouTube as well. Lacey Phillips. Um, I'm kind of everywhere. This year has been really quite big in that way. We're trying to like actually pare down the content because some people are like, I can't keep up. There's too much, but we're just like creative and trying stuff. And our whole mission every time is like how our big thing, it's kind of like bushy in a way it's like Bush and I, but it's really meaningful. Like how to leave no manifester behind. That's our mission. Like we want every single person manifesting wherever you're from. <laughs> I was like, bushy, where is she going with this? Know, oh yeah. Like, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. You're like, yeah. Got it. Yeah. And I think even this next year, we're really trying to, um, trying to, uh, translate. So Spanish will be the first language, oh, the dope. programs, like really trying to make it accessible to anybody who wants, who, who I, you know, resonates with and, and wants this material. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait till, you know, with online programs and stuff, there's more uh, sort of effective AI where yeah. you can just like instantly yeah. translate anything it to any language. And like perfect, you yeah. know, because a lot of them don't. Have yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll come. We're, we're, we're getting closer, yeah. you know, yeah. and even just, you know, the transcription services, yeah. even three years ago were way worse than yeah, they are like now. Rev.com's yeah. Quite yeah. Good now they're like, stuff. they're, you know, they're decent. They're not perfect, but we'll get there. And then you'll be able to just like, turn on any video and turn on your translate app and like you get it in check or whatever yeah i can't know? wait yeah it'll be like be cool. virtual yeah, yeah totally <laughs> well awesome well thank you so much for joining me again thank you so much and uh, i look forward to diving into more of your work and manifesting some shit yeah thanks Lacey. thank you see why i channeled that i had to share that episode with you i think it's so important it was an important reminder for me to re-listen to myself as well as i'm continuing to up level if you found this episode helpful please share it to your favorite biohacking friend your friend that's struggling financially or would like to be a little bit more abundant your friend that's kind of into wellness your family whomever might connect with this and please go and rate this episode give us raving reviews this is how we get to the top and continue to grow this podcast thanks so much Mm -hmm.